The following program is a production of All the Way Live Entertainment. They're opponents. They are the reigning wild tag team champion of the world. Accompanied to the ring by their public defender, Sophia Lopez, formerly housed in the Nevada State Correctional Facility. They are Loka and Delta Lopez, better known as Cage Heat. With my bad friend, I did bad things, not just a bad life, I have bad dreams. Doing crazy time, for my crazy crimes, you got me crazy going, with these crazy rhymes. Yeah, let me tell you, this ain't no place for nobody, yeah. Yo, yo, yo! Loka and Delta in the house. Yeah, they just got out we of the big house. You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. And for the WWE Championship. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Welcome to another edition of Women's Pro Wrestling Network, Rights and Wrongs. And uh, continuing on the trend of talking, or I guess getting you guys caught up with some of the individuals that uh, were on the WOW television program from back in the day, I have yet another surprise for you. That Loka is uh, joining me on the, on the program, and we're going to talk... Everything wow, and maybe a little bit of her uh, life outside of wow. Uh, you know, we, mm-hmm. we, won't, we won't peel back the curtain too far, but you know, we, we're going to do just enough. And I think uh, as this goes on, with the collection that we have here on this this channel and podcasts and interviews and whatnot, we will have provided you the most extensive collection of information as it relates to the women's. Women of wrestling. I was about to say my show, but yeah, the, uh, the women of wrestling. <laughs> so, so we've given you a lot of backstage oh. stuff. This is this is gold here. You just you don't understand how 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 good this information is. So, uh, Loco, welcome to the show. Well, it's Loca because I ain't a boy. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry. Hola, <laughs> Brian. I can't give it that kind of kind of flair that you did when you uh, when you speak. So you know. Maybe I should just go and share. Is that that better? <laughs> you can call me. Yeah, right now you're talking to share, but you know people always call me Loka. You know, but yes, it's share. But thank you, Brian. Thank you for having such a great show and and creating a platform for people to to inquire about wrestling and women's wrestling. So thank you for your show. Uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, uh, clearly, I am not the only person out there that has these questions, and uh, you know, I try to. I try my best to kind of fill in the blanks when I can, if I could track some of you guys down, because, you know, a lot of you have just kind of gone off of the map. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like After post-decade, yeah. but yeah, I hear you. 
Yeah, when the when the show ended, it's like okay, it's time to time to live my life now, and and certainly nothing wrong with that. But you know, when you when you're right. trying to do a show and people are asking you questions like, hey, can you get so and so on? I'm like, well, I don't know, man. She she hasn't been public right. for like a decade. <laughs> so, <laughs> true, so, true. So that that gets a little tough on occasion. So. Listen, what we're going to do here, because, you know, I, I want to be transparent with the with the listeners and, and say that, listen, we've had a conversation prior to this, which was offline. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we talked about a lot of stuff and we're going to try to recap some of that and uh, ask a, a few new things in here. Uh, okay. But, you know, just to get the, the general questions out of the way, the, the stuff that I certainly think that fans should know about you is uh, the, the beginning. I know you, you talked about it, but just briefly touch on how you came across WOW to begin with. Yeah, um, it was, I'm blessed with timing, you know, and timing is a good thing to have in life, in music, in wrestling. And um, I got asked to to uh, come in for a meeting and uh, WOW was about to start, I believe, three weeks, maybe a month. And uh, one thing that people don't know is that Caged Heat was already formed. And uh, the original was Vendetta, and she got hurt before the show even started. So they were searching for who uh, dealt a lot of pain's partner is going to be and and to push Caged Heat because we were opening the show. And Selena Majors, the best coach, really loved Caged Heat and really saw the the gimmick going and being fun and and representing women so you know i went in going like you know what is this i didn't know much about wrestling at the time i grew up watching it as a kid but never thought that i could be one of them you know it was one of those things and uh so uh david mcclain had a big meeting and i was literally like what is this it's gonna be a bunch of girls like in a bathing suit jumping around i was like oh hell no (laughs) so i just watched the pilot and it was Pretty much, you know, them kind of, it wasn't even none of the girls that were, uh, it was literally a pilot that they put together, women, and um, I really wasn't impressed with that. And David McClain saw that I wasn't impressed with what I saw, and he said, hey, can you just stick around and watch the girls train? I said, okay. And, um, And when I saw Jungle Girl, and I saw felt a lot of pain and I saw Lana Starr in there and all these girls of, you know, different sides and all beautiful. I said, Oh my God, I want to get in this right now. And there it was the next day I was, I was training hard and, and trying to prove myself too. Cause there was two rings and all the girls, you know, looking at me, eyeing me down like, oh, who is this? You know, so I had to keep my cool and keep strong and probably did so many, Kept training, kept training, kept training until they told me to stop because I didn't know if I should ask to stop. So, and and then uh, literally two weeks later, I'm like walking down the ramp with dealt a lot of pain and it felt like a absolute dream, dream come true. So that that's that beginning of, of well. So it was amazing. Okay, now and, and let's uh, I guess recap some of some of what you said there. First off, uh, for those that aren't aware i mean I, most people that's listening to this already are familiar with wow but the ones that are just kind of popping in on the on the tail end of it maybe you you started sure. watching wow online wow originally was running in late 2000 and the early 2001 so 
uh, as you just stated, the tag team cage heat was already essentially produced. But, mm-hmm. you know, a- as what happens in wrestling, sometimes adjustments have to be made to teams. And, yeah. you know, you-, you have to slot one person in for the next. And, and then that becomes the team that yeah. is most known uh, to the public. I guess uh, for those wrestling fans out there that are looking for something that's relatable in that regard, Bubba Ray and Devon Dudley are the most popular exactly. version of the Dudley Boys, but they are not the original version of the Dudley Boys. Exactly. Perfect correlation. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, but, you know, I guess what's, what's interesting in you guys' case is that Vendetta at some point came back. I mean, we'll we'll talk about that as we kind of uh, roll on. Sure. But uh, it's just interesting to hear that it, that the original incarnation of it would have been dealt a lot of pain and Vendetta, which you know, yeah, just on the surface looking at them and and even in their style uh, in the ring, they both seemingly worked power. So I'm not sure how that uh, you know, how that dynamic would have worked because. You're right, yeah. The, the introduction Interesting of, point, for yeah. sure. The, intro, the introduction of your character kind of added uh, speed, I guess, if you want to say that. Sure. Big mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I instigated all the fights, you know, so I knew I had to, you know, yeah. And, and you know, and some, and just bringing some, some realism of having fun with, with, you know, as Loka, you know, being, you know, we're on work release. So it's like, hey, I got I got this amount of time to come out, do my job and have fun. And, you know, with my with my freedom that I had as Loka coming out. So I had a blast because it gave me freedom to play Loka. So it wasn't like, you know, this is who she is. You know, they gave me my name and and they were very, very cool. First of all, they didn't have much time, you know because it was happening but it just all fell into place and so I got to be an exaggerated version of myself <laughs> and 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 I was always athletic so it was just such a such a perfect combination so yeah I added the speed and then you know Delta came in and, and was the powerhouse for sure <laughs> okay so just interesting because they put them in both uh, yeah, I mean, just I, I was going back and I was recapping some of the, the videos and I, and I just saw the uh, the match and Vendetta's appearance at the pay per view and I was like, you know, she would she works power and I was like, I was just wondering, I was like, I wonder how this would have worked had that actually occurred. Uh, but you know, but I guess you could always play the what if game. But uh, yeah, exactly. The gimmick of caged heat, as you just uh, stated was essentially that you got these two girls who are operating off of a work release from the Nevada mm-hmm. State Prison. And on the weekends, we get to come out here, we get to uh, wrestle for the WOW promotion because David McClain worked out some kind of a deal uh, to... Right, uh, with the guys, warden. There you go. <laughs> with the warden released <laughs> into his care that you can come in here and you can wrestle. Which is a bit over the top, but you know it was fun for you know for what WoW was, and that that's pretty much what it was about—just kind of having these uh, yeah. large characters that you can toss up onto the screen, and that's what mm-hmm. wrestling was essentially at that time. And, that, and, and of course, you guys right. have evolved since then, and we, we'll go off into that. 
Uh, one thing that we didn't talk about last time is the Cage Heap intro, the rap. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. When, when did you find that you would be performing that? Did they just say, "Hey, look, we want you to, we want you to do the here's here's some lyrics, go sing it." Yeah, it was funny because you know once um, it got ro- it was magic when me me and Delta met. You know, it was one of those things where it was just like boom. You know, I mean, I would never compare myself to the Beatles, but it's like literally that form of like, wow, these guys just get along. Um, we were just, we always had everybody in stitches, you know, we, we, people just, we made everybody laugh. And then, but when it came down to training, we were really good. You know, when it came down to training, we, we, we stepped it up. And, and so I think they just saw the talent between us because we were, not only were we athletic, not only did we get along, but we all had, we had some extra skills and, and I felt it coming. I was like, I bet you. These guys are gonna make us do some dumbass rap. I know it. And then I don't if I manifested it or what, you know. And I was like, uh, uh-uh. uh. I was like, who's writing this? Or like, you know, some dude that's never even heard of a gang or something, you know. Not that I want to be related to that, but I'm um, sure enough, came down with this, you know, rap, and actually dealt a lot of pain. Wrote my part. They didn't have because forgot what it was maybe because they had something already and then um felt a lot of pain wrote wrote my part actually she probably should get a, a, a writing credit and then you know we banged it out and it's just hilarious to me that i still get fans hitting me up like i re- you know i loved your song you know like it was a little silly rap but they people so knew about it it's like you know they were 15 and now you know now they're 30, you know, like, I remember you, and it's like, wow, that's that's incredible. But, yeah, they came down, they wanted to, ma- you know, it's all about maximizing, you know, and, and having that hook of a song, and it was. They did it, you know. They uh, Goal accomplished. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, look, wrestling is a funny industry in that there are some things that are, let's just be honest, over the top and really silly. That, yeah, that, that can happen in there, but there there's been the theory that I've heard from wrestlers that go down two paths. There's one, you can look at this and say it's silly, and then I can try to do it, but not really have my heart into it, and it comes off like crap. Or two, right, I, it can be silly, and you give it to me, and I just decide, you know what, I'm gonna make this work. And somehow, and that's what we did. Yes, he mm-hmm. decided to make it work and just go with the with the, uh, you know, do the rap the best he could. And now, even to this day, like, I don't think that they've changed the music for Cage Heat. Cage Heat still has the, the same theme song. Yeah. So, it's like, why break something that ain't broke? I mean, why break something that's not broke? <laughs> well, I guess not. Because, you know, I, I remember talking to Kinnear a couple of years ago, and one of the things she said, well, mm-hmm. wait till you hear my new song. So I was like, okay, well, I was thinking that everybody's getting new New songs, but not Cage Heat. Cage Heat's got the same, same no, deal. Not same, same thing until you know, until you know that shift or something happens. But yeah, I think they just kind of said, you know, let's just stick with it, and it would have, you know, it, we're evolving, so that's definitely something, you know, that's going to be probably updated if 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 needed. So you know, but um, but that's interesting. Yeah that it didn't, you know, something that's not, bro, let's fix it. But, um, 
And one of those things is kind of like that familiarity and kind of that, um, uh, what's the word, nostalgic. Like, oh, my God, that's funny. Like, you know, but, you know, when I'm saying that, we, we made things work. I mean, we've got, you know, things that we were supposed to say that you look on paper and you're like, not everybody can deliver this the way Delta and I did, you know. And I think it was because of our commitment, our commitment as actors, our commitment as wrestlers, and wanting to make the show go. You know, it was all about, and I think that's why we had the same vision of, like, we just want this to go. We want this to really flourish and create a pioneer for other women wrestlers to come on through that, you know, can do it. Okay. <clears throat> How did you guys yeah. settle on the finish for the team? You know, I've always wanted to know that because it's... And, you know, I, I know over the course of time with uh, most wrestlers that I come across and meet, whether they be singles or uh, in a team, uh, that, that's usually something that they kind of find, uh, like, I do this move better than I do anything else, and, ah, okay, this will be my finish. But you guys essentially had a relatively short amount of time to yeah. produce Cage Heat, come up with, the you know, the look, the feel, uh, the finish, uh, you know, what are we going to do when we when we get done with the matches? And, and, and not just you as in KG, but everybody in the, on the WOW roster pretty much had to, you know, produce this stuff fast. And, and you know, I'm guessing within yeah. two months' time, and that's, that's, that's really, really quick. But how did you guys settle on, okay, this is what we're going to do. When, we, when we're done with the match, we're going to hit this. We're going to hit hard times, or we're going to hit capital punishment, which is, you know, the, right. The moves that were most um, associated with you. Right. I think, well, A, like I said, Selena Majors had a solid, solid vision. And David McClain completely believed in in her. And I think they make a good team. Um, and then not to mention Jeannie Buss, who's always believed in, in she really wanted, uh, uh, she wants, a legitimate women's wrestling league and for her to stand by us and through all the trials and tribulations for her to still stand by us was always nice to have that support so i think i just really trusted everything about wow and i just did what they told me to do you know and if something of course when it comes to a move or whatnot if something was uncomfortable or but a lot of times you know it was about who were we wrestling and who wanted to take what they were like, uh-uh, like, I ain't taking that. It used to be a joke where they were like, oh, we survived caged heat because something would always go down. <laughs> Not like someone would get hurt, but it was just like um, that they, everyone wanted to wrestle us, and they didn't care, you know, what, the, what they were. And everyone was down with the storyline. We didn't have, you know, people coming in and be like, you know, I don't like that storyline, and oh, I don't, you know, I want this or I want that. And it was like, hey, you know. You don't make you don't you don't say how it goes. So a lot of the times with the finishing, it was whether people like no, I don't want to take that. They were respected it. It's like all right, then you're gonna get the hard time then if you don't trust you know or this or that you know. But um, but I think a lot of times you know, and we gave that freedom of like you're gonna go down. You can choose how. <laughs> so I think we gave them that freedom. So, and like I said, uh, Selena just was very solid and, you know, was specific and gave the people the freedom of like, yeah, you're going to go down to either this or that. So choose. And we were cool. Like I said, we weren't, uh, Delta and I were just 
so our chemistry was just so amazing that there was no like, well, I want to do that. No, I want to do that. It's like, no, man, whatever works. We we were all about the storyline. So, and some people don't agree with that. You know, people. That's why people have beef. Like, well, I don't want to, you know, lose to this or whatnot. It's like, okay, well, we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so so was Better that. Was that the primary reason that KG carried two finishing moves? Because I, I, I'm going to have to, I think so. I think so. Now that I'm, you know, in hindsight, thinking back, you know, I never really thought about that. But, yeah, I, I believe so. Okay. Uh, you know, just, just to uh, bring this current for a second before I forget, because, you know, I, I know WoW is, is still kind <clears> of... <throat> revamping and coming back around and yeah and doing new things and whatnot and i know that you personally may not be a part of this particular event but i i, I want to bring it up anyway uh the russell kate which comes out which which isn't yeah. a, a wild event per se but while we'll participate in russell kate russell kate is, is a pretty yeah. big event for a lot of independent wrestling promotions just across the country and uh a lot of guys i guess the most comparative thing would be like it's a convention for wrestlers and wrestling fans and you can get the chance sure. to put on your show. And for the first time, WOW is going to participate in Russell K. Yeah. Which, which for me, uh, kind of rings the toll of the promotional philosophy of WOW kind of changing. I don't know if, if, uh, if that's a conscious thing or not because up until this point, WOW had always kind of operated as if there was no other wrestling promotion out there in the world. It just kind of existed in its own universe. But now, it's on it. Yeah, yeah. But now you have um, uh, what two matches that are coming on over there? There's uh, Jungle Girl uh-huh. is going to be wrestling uh, Amber O'Neill, which should be a really good match. Uh-huh. And I'm I'm yep. going to I'm going to go ahead and put my predictions down now. So, you know, if, if you're listening and you're going to WrestleCade, I will not be able to get there this year. Uh, that That is the problem. I won't be Aww. able to make it this year. <laughs> I wanted to. I was like, it made me sick too, man. I was like, oh, man, you're going to finally come yeah. over here to this coast. Because I like Jungle Girl, and uh, I, I hadn't had the chance to see her wrestle live. Uh, I wanted to go oh. just for that. But I'm going to put the money on Jungle Girl for that one. And... Uh, <laughs> Then the uh, the next one is Steffi Slays and the Beast, and um, you know, all due respect to Slays, but I'm, I'm calling for the Beast. I think it's probably going to be a little, little bit more than a squash in in that particular. Oh event. boy, uh, yeah, it will. It'll be a long match of a squash. That's it. You know, yes. it's not going to be like a three minute thing. It's probably, it's probably, Oh boy, yeah. I, I think uh, yeah, the I Beast lo- might I, run her through. Yeah, sorry, Steffi Slays, but I think the piece is going to take her down, too. So as far as uh, Jungle Girl and Amber, that's, um, you know, Amber O'Neill's a veteran, too, and that's going to be a damn good match. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what's going to go on with that one. I, I think so. I think it'll be a good one. And, you know, I'm also going to put my, my apologies out to Steffi in case you happen to hear this interview. <laughs> you know, it's nothing against you personally. That's Sorry. I just, uh, I don't know. I think that the beast is going to be pretty much, it might be tough to handle. Uh, is there any particular reason that you could think of that WoW is uh, kind of changing its philosophy? Is it just trying to come up to current with with wrestling as it is today? Or uh, is it, have they? Yeah, just... I think, 
I think it's part of this revamp and and part of getting you know onto this this time of social media and of global you know network of, of the internet that you know we don't have to be so worried about net uh, TV network you know it's just I always felt like we were you know limiting ourselves um once you know. Of course, during that time, you know, syndication was huge, you know, so yes. the fact that WOW was syndicated was just like, whoa, that, that didn't happen. And nowadays, forget it, television shows are, they're, you know, they're up for 12, seasons, uh, 12 episodes and maybe they'll get canceled. It's so hard to have a, a, a long-running television show now. So now with the internet and Hulu and Amazon, Netflix, I feel like, you know, the business move of wow is in a really good direction we've got really good you know the new media we have a new media team and i think during this big hiatus that's like wow we're so lucky to still be around to still have a reputation whether it's good or bad you know if people are talking about it that's good to, for, for me you know and um, and i think that they're finally opening the window to the wow universe where it's like, hey, you know, people, let's let some people in and let's let's venture out to to that too and give give the fans what what they want. And I think it's really smart that they're doing Wrestle Cage. I'm really happy. I'm too bad that you know KHT didn't come out there, um, just where circumstances are and 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 you know storylines, you know. But um, but yeah, I think it, I think it's. A smart business move that that say hey you know hey we're we're still here and and we could be part of this you know we we were just at the Dan Lee's Comic Con I was there with uh, some crew newbies and old school girls and it was nice to be like okay people still care and people want us to go somewhere so oh, yeah. absolutely I think it's yeah new media yeah change okay yeah I, I absolutely think that I you know I I believe a lot of fans. As you just said, still know and still care. If, if there's anything that I thought that uh, that the fan of WoW kind of, some of them, I can't say all, but some of them sure. seem to kind of bleed, glow in WoW together, and they don't. And I know they don't really mean to, but I, I you know, just going based off of some of the, the comments that people will say, it's like they, a few of them really have a difficult time telling one from the other. So, but, <laughs> I know. Because you, you'll read the comments yeah, like, I, "Oh man, I, I love KG. When are they going to take on? I don't know the, the, the heavy metal sisters or something like that." It's like, yeah, that's the wrong right, show. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> when is Hollywood and Vine going to go? Yeah, I it's, hear that. <laughs> exactly. I was like, "When are they coming back?" It's like, it's, "That's glow. That's different." I know it sounds the same. Yeah. But, when we first- yeah, when we first came out, wow, and I would tell people like, "Oh, I'm, a, you know, I'm with Wow." They're like, "Oh," and I literally would say, "Wow," and they'll be like, "Oh, Glow." I'm like, "No, Wow!" Like it's totally different, you know. But it's still like, okay, it's amazing. It's still, and then but I still I don't get mad at it. I get happy because I'm like, "Wow, you still Glow is still has this, you know, residual vibe of women's wrestling." You know, they they. Glow paved the way for WOW, obviously. You know, David McClain wanted, saw the the show going in a different direction. And he said, hey, you go that way, I'll go this way. You know, because 
David McLean has been, he loves women's wrestling, and he's hes great at what he does with commentating, and not everybody may agree, but um, he loves, um, he loves, and he's been, you know, by the mat since he was 16 years old, so it's like, you know, he, talk about another person that has a, a specific vision, um, that's why I think Selena Majors and, and David McLean made a good team, because they respected each other's vision and respected each other's business. And and um, and and so if it wasn't for Glow, you know, Wow, you know, I mean, Wow wouldn't be here. So I, I definitely, ha- you know, respect to that. But some people just don't know the difference, and I think it's just time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh God, no. Well, I, I think that's the, yeah. the really casual, really really casual fan that you're like, oh yeah, okay, so. Where's the glow crown? At? Yeah. You know, stuff like that. They, they don't really yeah. <laughs> understand that there's a there's a difference between the two. But that's not a bad thing because I've, I've said before, no. I, think, I think I talked to you about it. I think WoW is essentially the spiritual successor to glow in, in some regards. Yeah, so, absolutely. So that, you know, again, that, that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. And as far as, you know, I, no. you said it, so I have to comment on it, you know, as as far as uh, some some fans not particularly caring about McLean's uh, commentary, well, now that that's right. going to be a matter of opinion, to, you know, based on how you grew up and where yeah. you're from. Uh, you know, I know some people who like that that type of style, but they, they're oftentimes the ones that grew up watching WWF back in the day, which, right. is, which is very kind of right. uh, colorful and and loud and over stylized. Yeah. And then you have people like me who grew up uh, listening to guys like Gordon Soley and Jim Ross, where they called it as if it were a sport. And so, it, you know, so, right. So depending on where you're from and and and, and certainly not to uh, put myself over, but if you were going to compare the two, I, McLean's commentary and my commentary are probably as polar opposite as you could be. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. right yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know being you know and i just think that you were saying you know wrestling people just, some people just don't like you said turning where you're coming from or you know what you grew up watching and stuff like that you know for me it's like i it's over the top you know and it's it's the point where it's it's that fine line of being over the top and 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 believing and i think that's where the magic and the talent lies with wrestlers and commentators. It's like, so I felt like he was, for me, you know, I think he's genius at what he does and how he can just, you know, make things over the top and make things work and make and bring things together. You know, I just, it's, I, I, I'm entertained by him, <laughs> you know. So I, I like over the top and, and, and bringing me in, but not to say that we are a sport and not to respect it as a sport. So I, I get your angle too, yeah. Oh yeah, well you know that. That's what I said when I I grew up in the uh, era of Jim Ross when he was here in in Atlanta and calling for WCW. And mm-hmm. he, you would listen to him. And he would call yeah. it. Game. It was like listening to a football game. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. My emulation of commentary basically leans more towards that. Is is uh, more more uh, sports based, I guess, if you want to call it, say that that much. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, I mean, it, there, there's no right and wrongs in, in this thing. It's right. It's a matter exactly. of what you like. Exactly. Exactly. You also said that you, you guys got some newbies on there. I want to make sure that I uh, mention them, or at least the ones that I'm aware of. 
uh, before we move on, mm-hmm. uh, to, just to kind of put the uh, promotion over that, you know, it, it, that is one of the big pluses there. And, you know, I want to, I'm going to give some, some credit to WoW as we kind of move along here is that, uh, thank you. It, it always seems to be re- in recruitment mode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You'll turn around and you'll just see, Hey, I didn't know that y'all had this person here. So the ones that I'm aware of, uh, the beast, we just talked about her because she'll be working a match She's fantastic. and, uh, at Russell Cade, that's November 25th for anybody that's interested. And I, I believe that's in uh, North Carolina. I can't, can't remember right now. Yeah. Uh, if you're in North Carolina or anywhere near there, you guys got to see this beast up in life. I mean, she's just, I'm on her side. That's a show. I mean, I ain't taking that one off. That's cool by me. But yeah, she's fantastic and works hard and and definitely something to see in life. Um, you'll well, the new season of uh, Wow will be coming out very soon, and um, you'll see Beast there online at Wow Wow E. What is it? Wow E. dot com. So. Mm-hmm. So, of course, the other one, Steffi Slays, as you as you mentioned. Oh yeah, she's going to be taking on Steffi Slays there. Uh, 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 who's the other? Oh, Kaylee Birchall. Most fans would know her as Kaylee Birchall or winner if they watched her on a, a TNA, but uh, she's temptress now, and she's part of the yep. a newly formed tag team, the, the Vengeful Vixens, as uh, I guess with Dagger. Um, also, correct. Samantha Smart, I saw her. I don't. I don't really know her backstory necessarily, because I haven't seen any videos or anything yeah, she's, posted on her. Yeah, she's she's in. She'll be. Um, yeah, she's slowly getting introduced. Yeah, she's 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 another one that's hard worker and um, and and we'll see what we'll see what comes up with that one. But she hasn't have she doesn't really have a. Anything you know, storyline just yet, but as far as you know, there, there's there's something going on, but what you know, we'll we'll discover as well. Well, just keep in mind, uh, again, for those who happen to be in uh, the area for Russellcade, you can always go to russellcade.com for the free plug for them, and you can get the information yes. about uh, what's going on and and uh, the matches and all that good stuff like that. And and then this is taking place over a three day weekend, so you know if you're going, make sure that you uh, check them out. I think they actually start on the 24th. They'll end on that Sunday. Uh, and they got a, they have a lot of things happening there to say the least, including wow. So, uh, I mean, you you got a ton, literally, it's just a ton of guests that you could be picking from. I mean, if for those of you that's on this listening to this, I'm sure you're concerned more, mostly about the ladies that'll be there, of course. But they have mm-hmm. some, some legends. They Brandy Wine is going to be there. Casey Carlisle is going to be there. Uh, you know, be great. So I mean, you, you got a lot. Terry Funk. I mean, come on, you you, you can't not great, have that. Kia, great weekend. Kia wrestling fans for sure. So yeah, you know, it, it's just just a plethora of of people that's going to be out there. I really regret that I won't be in it. But I know, <laughs> I know, I know. I feel bad for you. Cage Heath should have had a match. Why didn't you take the booking? Why didn't you go out there? You could have had a tag team match. I know, I know. Well, you know, it's felt a lot of pain. God bless her career. After a while, you know, she's just, 
stunt queen and is just has, has always doing a movie. I mean, she's did all the Captain America and she's on a new Stranger Things doing the opening scene of Stranger Things, doing some driving, you know, she's lit herself on fire and different stuff. So she is busy, busy, busy. So um, that's what's going on with that as far as, you know, us, us getting together for that. And, and she has a son and it's Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, yeah. So um, she wants to be with a family and I don't, don't, uh, can't be, I can't be mad at that. So uh, that, you know, with, with timing. But you know what? <laughs> now I'm, I'm just going to put this out here. Because, you know, WOW is going out there representing as a group, as are a bunch of other, uh, you know, wrestling promotions. <clears throat> Queens of Combat, a AML, uh, you know, and mm -hmm. so on and so forth. Being, I know this, it, it could have been a one-time thing, but let's just say it that could've. you could have tagged off, you could have gone and, and for one night only tagged with, a, with, say, the Beast. Right, right. I don't know. Not, I'm like, I'm like, uh, no. I'm like, KT's KT. But, you know, I uh, I don't know. It's just so weird how I'm just so, you know, like, so, not. I don't want to say stuck, but it's just like, no, like that. Delta's my jam. You oh. know, like, I mean, I did, I did a, um, what you'll see in season five, you'll, you know, you'll see when that comes out. I don't want to do any spoilers alert. Mm. But, um, but it's really weird to, to go from, you know, uh, I know you said I could tag with someone else, but it's just like, it ain't the same. You know, it's just I, I know, I know. It's, it's, it's not the same. I just, <laughs> I just know that yeah. sometimes circumstances cause for that. I mean, you know, some of the some of the yeah. biggest tag teams that we've ever seen have had, had, had that substitute every once in a while. But I know sure. it's, it's it, not it, a yeah. necessity here. So, so just, just curious. <laughs> I was, I was I was trying to get yeah. you an open door into there, or you could have gone out there and worked a singles match, maybe. <laughs> you know, yeah, open challenge against any of the girls from any other promotion. You know that that would have been interesting if Wild had gone out there and said, well, "We'll fun. take on anybody." You know, the Wild Championship is up for grabs against any anybody I'll, I'll keep that wants to. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm just saying. You know, WrestleMania weekend is coming. Y'all might have might have to do it again. Right, right, true, true. I don't know. It's 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 something now. You got my wheels turning. <laughs> but, it's just weird. I know, but okay. Let me let me get back on track here. I know I, I, I talked up wow for quite a bit there, so we're gonna go backwards. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we're gonna go backwards into your career, uh, going back to the original run of of uh, Cage Heat on the WOW program, and, and uh, I, I do want to touch on something that you said earlier, and I know we talked about it before, that you cannot undersell the fact that you and Delta were on a television show which was nationally syndicated, which at the time mm -hmm. was a big deal. Huge. Syndication Huge. Was, still, yeah. was still in full force. It, I mean, it wasn't... Um, I think it was starting to make its downturn within the next two to three years following that. But it was still big. It was still a big deal. You had shows like uh, 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 Baywatch and Star Trek Next Generation and uh, Hercules, yeah. Legendary Adventures, uh, and Xena. All of these Xena. first run yeah. shows, which uh, did well off of syndication. Yeah. 
huge. So let's take it back to episode one, the first appearance of Caged Heat, which <laughs> this uh, this the first appearance that you guys had. You went against the first version of the Beach Patrol. That's right. It was the first version. Yes. Because they because they did swap a member yeah, later on. Yep. Mm-hmm. I believe what happened with that, I think maybe their same thing. I think there was somebody who got maybe there was a different formation for, for um, what were they called? Uh, Beach Patrol, right. Beach yeah. Patrol. I think something else happened. I don't know what happened. Because like I said, I walked in all late, you know. <laughs> I walked in. There was already some history happening. There was drama going on that I was like, uh-uh, I don't know nothing. Um, so something happened with that. And that um, I know it was Sandy. I don't know what the other girl was because the other girl ended up being Wendy Wheels. So, yeah, yeah it was Cage Heat versus Summer. Beast she's, Patrol. Which, she's, Summer. Yeah, yeah. She, she played Summer originally. And... Uh, and I think she transitioned over into being Wendy Wheels following that. Correct. Yeah, Which, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was that was the first match and the only match that we didn't really lose. We got disqualified. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, that is they, correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, it was uh, yeah Wendy yeah whatever her name Beach Patrol. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Cage he would, would have the first match or the first show. Uh, and lose by disqualification after refusing to stop the excessive punishment that they were laying on the beach patrol. Uh, like, come on, go throw us a couple of bimbos. Come on. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I saw that. And like I said, I went back and I looked at a couple of these. And, and you know, I'd never even paid attention to the fact that uh, Sonny was Wendy Wheels. I was like, oh, damn, that is her. You know, that's <laughs> what, what <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. and for those that didn't see it, Beach Patrol was basically a, a Baywatch gimmick, which was still airing at the time, yeah. speaking of syndicated television. What do you remember exactly. about Beach Patrol? What do I remember about Beach Patrol? Oh, gosh. I just remember tying them up in the ropes. Um, and what else? What else? I, you know, I, that's, I really don't really remember much about Beach Patrol. I just know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, this, this, we're, these are the girls we're going to wrestle first. So I was like, they're going down. Um, but yeah, I mean, there were, it was a fun, fun for them, but you know, for the company to have, I think it was smart to have a gimmick like that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, if you, if you're having an all female company, well, let's, let's find a way to stick them in a bathing suit. So, ah, Beach Patrol. Yeah. <laughs> that works. But still, you know, still saving lives. <laughs> there you go. Still saving lives, even if we are on dry land. But it's, it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so you had yeah. that, and, and that would be essentially the first the first and only, well, uh, within that season, the first and only loss that KG would have. You would go on to wrestle uh, on, a, I think, another five shows. Uh, and all this succession yeah. basically just cutting through the competition. Uh, was it decided up front? I know you said that um, Selena Majors was a big fan of the team. But was it decided up front like, hey, KG is going to be our team. We just need to set them up for the championships. Was it was that kind of the way that it went or did they just grow into it? 
You know what? I I I would have to say they must have grown into it because everything happening so fast, and then having you know certain storylines and seeing what would go over or whatnot. But I think we kind of grew into it because you know it wasn't sure if if you know we would go over you know and and then I feel like because we were so fun to watch and we were such good wrestlers that I think we kind of grew grew over to the into I don't think anything had time to to be set up especially with you know things changing like you were saying events you know circumstances all of a sudden we got to go left instead of right now so I think um Selena knew that we would, you know, hopefully go over the way the way she wanted, and we proved to. So I think we kind of grew into it. Okay. Yeah. What was more important as it related to the office kind of determining who was doing what, who was popular? I mean, were they paying attention to, okay, how many people have paid their money to come into the forum, or were they looking at ratings, were they looking at uh, emails that came in, which was kind of in the beginning stages at the time, but what were they basing team or personal I, popularity off of, if, if you can recall? I think I was getting, if what, if, what I can remember, or what, like I said, I was so late in the game, and I was just so happy to be there, and I just wanted to do what they asked me to do, that didn't get too caught up in, in all that stuff, but what I can remember was definitely with a fan. Yeah, it had to have been from the forum, and and e- it has to be from from emails of people, you know, writing in and and saying, you know, oh, we like this person, or we don't like that wrestler, or blah 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 blah. You know, like I said, bad news is still good news. You know, if somebody that they didn't like a wrestler, <laughs> that wrestler was doing their job if they were a heel. <laughs> you know, but um, it had to have been from the fans because oh. otherwise, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't. Um, gone over so yeah and you know and our fans doubled i think the only we had i believe the first round because we wanted to make sure for television that those seats were filled that the first show was was uh some of them were paid audience and then after that you know it just doubled and our fans just doubled and doubled each time and people didn't realize how fun if you weren't aware of it how fun wrestling is when you go and see it live you know the theater of the round, the way I look at it as an actor, you know, it's like, man, we're giving you top theater with action, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that is a good yeah. way to look at it. Uh, <clears throat> Cage Heat, the team, would come back at episode six, and the next team that you guys took on would be Farrah, the Persian Princess, and Paradise, which was essentially yeah. a squash match, and Cage Heat would beat them up, and uh, this is the main event of the show. And you guys are just putting them down to kind of move on. Uh, did anyone have any issues taking the beating from Cage Heat that you're aware of? Like, man, can I get some offense in, or were they were they perfectly fine with it? You know what? I don't remember any beef at all. And if they did, I didn't know about it. I, like I said, people no, there people were like, "Wow, was such a good that the, the first team of ladies." I mean, we were. So such a family and well respected that I, there really wasn't any beef. I think people were fine that we were just gonna beat you down, you know. Yeah, they were pretty fine. 
far as I remember, they were fine with it because I don't remember any 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 beef at all. Okay, yeah, because they, yeah. they they took one. I mean, I, 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 I again, I went back and watched some of the stuff, and for those of you that want to see, just just toss it up in YouTube. They they got the clips out there, but uh, yeah, they they That's just hilarious. Kind of as far as uh the the biggest beating of a team, I think they took it as far as um you know all the episodes fair and paradise uh well no actually episode eight i forgot that you, you guys come back in and, asian invasion asian invasion they they were they were the next team up uh cage heat wins again with the, this time with the, the hard times clothesline which is essentially uh well there's, there's oh yeah like two different ways that y'all would do that you would do it one and this is for the wrestling fans out there one would be delta hold hold the the opponent up You'd run off onto the ropes and then you jump up and, and hit it much like the uh, heart attack clothesline. And then there's the one that right. you go to the top rope and come off that way, which is essentially set up the same way, but kind of like the doomsday device in reverse. Uh, and then there's capital Sorry, punishment, yeah. which is much, which is like a, a 3D for those that were wondering. 3D, Jelly Boy. There you yeah. go. And uh, so, yeah. so, so you beat. Jade with the hard times clothesline. You hit Lotus with the with the capital punishment after the, the match punch. is over. This is part of the uh, first round of the tag team tournament, and mm-hmm. it, it, it should be noted that regardless of what people would say about the skill set of the Asian invasion, they took some pretty bad bumps in this match. Uh, that match is, oh, yeah. I re- actually, you know, I remember Lotus saying something. I think she didn't really want to take the capital punishment, and but she did anyway. <laughs> and I remember, I think, you know what, I think in that match, um, it's funny, I think she was supposed to take something from the top rope from uh, from Delta because we were both crazy. You know, I go back, I'll go, oh my god, you know, things that we would do. You know, we we all just climbed on the top rope, not thinking twice. Mm. And so, and, and um, she was supposed to take like a leg drop where she like flips and she lands on her. But uh, I think Lotus moved. She's like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't think that was supposed to happen. She was like, she bailed out afterwards, and I think. Because of that, I was like, "You're you're taking the you're you're taking the punishment." So that was one of those things. Like, that's all I can remember on that one. That's funny. Oh, wow, <laughs> like, okay. Now you're taking the now you're taking the punishment. She a, took it. it because, because <laughs> she, she got thrown out real hard. Yes, she did. Yeah. Now, now that one I wanted to bring up twice. I, it's like two times in that match. You tossed her out of the ring, and she flew. The second time that she went out there, I think she. Went over the rope and kind of flipped down and all the, and caught her head on the bottom rope. That's what I was like. She took some nasty bumps. Something insane. <laughs> yeah, so I think we had some some moments in there where I'm like, uh-uh. So, I don't know. Maybe that was a no receipt kind of moment. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's funny. We go back memory lane. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, well, I see. I think the statute of limitations has passed on that. You know, if, we, if we're going to talk uh, yeah. <laughs> receipts and whatnot, but, <laughs> but I but I had to give it up for. Her. I mean, because Lotus, I mean, she really did a job in in there, and and she sure did. 
Yeah, she no. she might have gotten out of the way of what she's supposed to have taken, but but, but she, that that she got it rope. later. <laughs> and, and, she got it later. Yes, indeed. And I, and I'm gonna and, say, yeah, I mean, for for anybody mm-hmm. that's listening, go and just Google episode eight Wow, and it's come up. You you'll see it in the thumbnails: <laughs> Asian Invasion versus Cage. He just just kind of scan to to the match and you'll see the bump that I'm talking about because I mean keep in mind oh, yeah. I know some people you're you're an actor you're a wrestler so you you'll understand what I'm talking about when when things are done right it looks seamless mm. Ex- especially when you Amen. you know when you're acting and or you're you're doing it at the ring both of those things when you do it correctly it looks seamless and it looks easy and it's not really mm, I- giving credit for how dangerous it can be, especially in a wrestling ring. I mean, you know, people have gotten hurt Good point. over simple things, like running into the ropes or taking stupid a, things. a body it's always, slam. It's always stupid things. Yeah, tripping over the apron, you know, hopping down the apron. You know, like, what does happen? Getting tossed over, yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. It's true. So, yeah, it doesn't take anything massive to, to cause an injury. So when so when you have that in mind and you look at how Lotus <laughs> did a header over the top. Sorry, row, Lotus. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying she deserves some credit for, you know, <laughs> taking that bump. Oh, yeah. Anybody who, who was in there, you know, taking, you know, going in there and working with each other, got to give credit. You know, Jade, Give ultimate credit too. She just got beat, 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 and you know was never worried. You know was always down to to tr- you know try stuff and and um and she took a beating and 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 was fine with the storyline. You know where she's like you're you're you know I guess you're never gonna win and she was like okay <laughs> you know but you know like I said like, I in hindsight like I don't I don't didn't know any of that stuff in the office and production and, you know, storylines and all that stuff. I was just like, Oh, okay. I I remember watching wrestling and yes, you know, you got to have a good storyline and, and, and you got to stick by it, you know, and trust it. You know, some wrestlers don't want to trust it and, and get selfish or whatnot. And then you see their careers go bye-bye. Yeah. But, uh, you know, unfortunately it wasn't the case you know, at least initially here, you know, the, nothing, that, nope. nothing that anybody did in the ring here caused that. That was just, you know, outside forces that kind of pl- reared his ugly head. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but again, okay, episode eight is is the beginning of your run towards the the tag team championships. E- episode fourteen saw Cage Heat versus Roxy Powers and Tanja the Warrior Woman, which, which is probably the first. Most first competitive match Cage he had been in up until that point. Yeah, we're getting we're getting them getting some moves in on us. Yes. Yeah, you know I I talk about when I see that one. That's the one the one match that I cringe because I got injured during that match. I got tagged in, and my first move is my whole thing was you know I'm gonna get you in the stomach and take control real quick. And um, I, I partially tore my PCL right in the beginning of that. And, you know, Roxy Powers, she's 
phys- her physically she's just like a god and you know had championship written all over her and was beautiful is beautiful and but she was a bit um heavy to 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 wrestle at times if i'm using the words properly and uh i, I had to work a little extra and then with my injury you know and i didn't want to believe it cause, you know you're in you're in it your adrenaline's going and you know this is and throughout that whole match, and so I, when I look back and watch that match, I remember what I was thinking because of the pain. And all my stuff was on my knee. I had like an elbow off the top, uh, second rope and, you know, going off the ropes and, and elbowing. And, and, and I think I filmed some stuff afterwards with uh, complete, because I didn't want to believe that I was, I didn't want to tell anybody, really. And um, until afterwards, I was like, uh, I can't walk. Something's wrong. But um, yeah, Roxy. Yeah, they got in. They got in some. They got in some stuff in that one. You're right. Uh, Tanja got me around and threw me around, and yeah. Oh, Roxy Powers. <laughs> <laughs> Who to this day is still in like immaculate condition? I mean, it, I, I saw her. Oh, you know her Instagram Jungle thing. Girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I haven't even, um, you know more about Roxy than I do. I don't even, it's funny because sometimes I don't even know people's real names. We, st- we, all the old G wrestling girls, we still call each other by our, our, our names. You know, my phone. If anyone was able to find my phone, they'd be like, what the hell? Po- Poison Ivy, you know, fra- <laughs> uh, what's her name? Ice Cold, you know, be like, what is, who does this girl know? So to this day, I'm still like, I don't even know until you tell me the wrestling name. I'm like, oh, yeah. But um, you would know more about Roxy. But, of course, Jungle Girl, great shape. Lana Star, great shape. It's almost like she didn't age. Um, Jade is in great sh- uh You know what? Most of the girls are in great, in, still in great shape, even after having some babies. You know, I'm just like, what? Yeah. How does that happen? Jungle Girl being one of those freak of nature. Yeah. Yeah, so, I have to agree. And uh, Natalie is is her name. I know she has her. her that's Roxy. Uh, that's Roxy. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Natalie. Not okay. Yeah. Can, uh, See, I never called anybody by their real names. I mean, yeah, by their name. Natalie Wasi. I could have said people saw me share, and I'm like, I, I respond to Loka before that. What'd you say about Natalie? I said Natalie Wasio on on Instagram is uh, where I oh, where I ran her. So I was trying to get a. Grab an interview off of her as well because you're right. I mean, she she's one who I guess just by her presence had champion written all over her. It didn't work yeah. out that way, but you know. But hey, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, who knows? I, I I really don't know why or what. And 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 again, in hindsight, like I didn't. Like I said, I was a kid in a candy store about just learning everything and falling in love with with wrestling you know the minute i stepped on that mat i'm just like i i love wrestling so much so so at that time like i didn't know any any drama or what or why who knows i really don't i don't know what maybe if we had more seasons she she would have been you know i'm sure well, i'm sure that's true she, you know that's yeah. a good point she's she might have uh been positioned to be a oh, champion yeah. at that point absolutely you know i could so see that absolutely a lot of people had some opportunity, but that's definitely one of them. So, you, you know, there's one thing that you used uh, to like to do. Slam dunk. In, in your matches, mm-hmm. there's one thing that you used to like to do 
all the time, and I was slam your opponent and then walk over them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did anybody ever like, hey, look, <laughs> you're not walking over me today. Well, they wouldn't say no. I remember, I don't know who it was, but I did it, and she was like, oh, I wasn't ready for that. I was like, what do you mean you weren't ready? That's not my job. Like, you know I'm going to do it. Like, is that, or is that you saying, like, you don't want me to do it? But no, I did it still. Nope. <laughs> and if you were, I sometimes I think I remember some people, I, like, would push their hip down. Like, uh-uh, you better feed me your stomach because I'm going to step on your hip. <laughs> I ain't stopping me from walking over you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, belittling my opponent. How fun. <laughs> I, I see. But, but you also took a, 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 a bad rap in the head from uh, Tanya, who who uh, was really good with her spin heel kick. With her kick? Yes. Yeah, she, yeah. She, she to this day, my mom still thinks that like I was gonna die you know she was like oh my god you know yeah she gave me a good one yeah, yeah. I saw it I mean and, and you know again it's caught on video you can you can see that thing connect right there on the chin she, she was uh wrapping legs around people's heads with that that thing yeah that was a good good take and she was really happy that you know about you know her putting it I who knows maybe maybe they like I said, I have no idea. Maybe maybe they said something and said, hey, we want to get some offense in. I want to get my moves in. And maybe that's why they had the most in that match. You don't know. But, you know, we didn't give any beef. We're like, okay. Oh, no. I mean, like I said, it, <laughs> up until this We're point. We're still going to beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> KG still won. Let, let's get that clear. But, yep. yeah, but up until that point, yep. there were no teams that uh, had been competitive with KG. This was the first competitive match that cage he had had now of course that would continue, the trend would continue you would still have some competitive matches later on but that was this was yeah, the first yeah. so Tanya takes the uh, capital punishment she goes down you guys get the pin you advance you go to the next round uh, the next match following uh, that one would be episode 16 which is uh, I guess you skipped one and went to the next week uh, which was cage heat versus Becky the Farmer's Daughter and Bronco Billy. This match is interesting because it is, uh, I guess, the semifinals of what would have uh-huh. been the, of what would have been the tournament. And it also was basically there to set up two angles. One, getting Casey into the finals of the uh, the pay-per-view. And two, setting up the angle for Bronco Billy. Yeah, there you go. Jungle yeah. Girl and Bronco oh. Billy. I mean, not Bronco Billy, Becky right. the Farmer's Daughter. So, you Becky had... You had those two things going, but uh, and this is probably the. But she the, ran in, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Run in. Yeah, the first, the first time that Cage Heat was being threatened to lose. Exactly, and if Jungle Girl didn't come in, yeah, we had been a possibility. Yeah, Delta was carrying carrying Cage Heat that on that match because I was straight up uh, totally injured. And thank God for our outfits that I was able to cover up my um, my knee pads and my wraps and all that stuff. And I go back. I don't do much wrestling. I do just I don't do much. And Delta had to carry me on that one. I remember. I still stepped on. I still stepped on Becky though. <laughs> yes. <I> still... <laughs> but she was all over. She would have a, a trouble athlete. 
Becky yes. Palmer's daughter is in what? She is fan fantastic. I gotta say, I was I was uh like, damn, you're good. <laughs> yeah, she, she was all over the place, just bouncing all, just leapfrogging and all fantastic. sorts of stuff. So, lots she of athleticism. Absolutely, absolutely, beautiful, beautiful and athletic, and I was just couldn't be happier to be part of Wow. But yeah, that was we were threatened. We we thank thank you, Jungle Girl, for for making some beef for the splash match. <laughs> so, so yes, there you had it. You had Becky going up to the top rope, getting ready to to nail her splash. Jungle Girl comes out with a run in, tosses her off, and then uh, Delta does her somersault leg drop from the top rope. Yeah, nails Becky, yes. and then. Cage Heat advances to the finals, which, which, like I said, this is the first time Cage Heat was threatened to, to lose, but they kind of eked out a win here, uh, which takes you into the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Which, Good old pay-per-view. Yes, <laughs> which we, we won't go into the, the, the specifics of the pay-per-view, but you know, not sure. in great detail, but uh, needless to say, it was kind of a, a make-or-break event for a while uh, unfortunately in this particular instance it, it came to break or at least it put it into a severe hiatus as it you know this this was the thing that kind of uh, became a pivotal point for the sure. company but all that said yeah. and, and I'm sure anybody that's listening can go and, and hear any number of reviews on that pay-per-view so you, you're welcome to go do that uh, the, the, yep. the, the numbers for the, the the buy rates, et cetera, et cetera, uh, out there. Uh, and and believe me, I understand, and I know what some people are thinking about it right now, But you know, and, and I've talked about it on occasion, but I'm going to kind of stick my hands there. Uh, so at the pay-per-view is Cage Heat taking on Charlie, oh, Harley's Angels. Let me, let me get it right. Harley's Angels, yeah. Harley's Angels. And that's Charlie Davidson and Easy Rider. And uh, Cage Heat wins to become the first wild tag team champions. Uh, and Pickley Leather, Pickley Leather was part of that. That's when uh, Vendetta slammed yeah. Pickley Leather. Leather, yeah, it was the biggest pop of the night. It was intense. Well, yeah, I don't think anybody expected to get her up. Nope, not <laughs> all, at all. All due respect to Thug. You know, not, not, not taking those shots at that. All due respect to Thug. I don't think anybody expected her to get up. So, so here's the interesting. Oh thing yeah, Thug. I was calling her by her old name, Thug. That's right. <laughs> oh no, we, we all we all know who you talking about, Peggy Lee. We, we know Peggy Lee, love. Yeah. But uh, yeah. The interesting thing here is that we've got Vendetta, who makes her first appearance as a member yeah. of Cage Heat, who, as stated earlier, was an original member of Cage Heat. But you know, this is the first time that, yeah. we, that we, as the viewing public, actually get to see her. And she is the, exactly. the, the, uh, the determining factor in, in this particular match because she comes in to make the save for save you. Save. Yeah. yeah, she drops the elbow off on the easy rider, switches the pin, and then, you know, one, two, three, KG right. becomes the champions. And then you, you got the, the, uh, the clean house spot where, where the original there members you go. knock out the original members of Harley's Angels, leaving the two. Uh, I guess the new member of KG, Vendetta, with the leader of Harley's Angels, Thug, and then she, as you said, gets the Thug. biggest pop of the night. Yeah. 
when she breaks free of the choke slam and then she gets her up for a big body yeah. slam. I actually, uh, that's right. That is correct. I actually took a choke slam from her that night and I cracked my rib. <laughs> cracked a rib off of that? Uh, uh, yeah, I cracked Oof. a rib on that one. Yeah. You know, that adrenaline, you go and you just, you don't realize. And, you know, when you commit, you know, it's just, it's all, yeah. And I didn't realize until, like, I knew something was wrong. And for years afterwards, I was like, God, what is wrong with my, what is wrong with me? And then I was, I remember watching that and I was like, oh, I, I didn't really, when I watch it again, if you see it, once I take it, you see me, uh, I just grab my side, you know, and then when I was like, like, that's what happened. I was like, I cracked my, you can't do anything for a rib, you know, I'm not going to go to the doctor for pay money for them to be like, can't do nothing. So, you know, so I didn't go to the doctor for that, but yeah, cracked a rib on that one. <laughs> you, you tape it up but yeah, take it easy, no, I guess. there it is. Vendettas first, you know, and I would, you know, I never really thought about it until doing this interview with you. Of like, I mean, Vendetta was always uh, supportive. Like I said, we had such a good team of, of of women of support and you know athleticism and beauty that I wonder if if Vendetta was like, man, you know, I wonder what I what I would have been with Cage Heat, you know, or or because she was such an incredible athlete that she came in, you know, we, we used her for a different gimmick, as we talked about a little bit before, Sisters of Darkness. So she was masked. Yes. So you couldn't tell who she was. But um, she was just talking about another physique. You know, she was built like like Jungle Girl. You know, she was just massive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you wouldn't notice yeah. that until yeah. you see her as uh, part of the daughters when she's uh, wrestling as Mystery. And once you once oh, see yeah. her then, you can appreciate her physique. At, at that point, yeah. So, oh yeah, big time, big so, time. Exactly, because so. she was all covered. I think you know, cut her sleeves off, but you know, she was just. Now, forget it. Now she's she's married, has a baby, and, and she's like you would never think that she was ever a wrestler. The way she was able to like bulk up and like bulk down, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how people's bodies can do that. <laughs> yeah. So, how was the moment winning the championship? Did it? Was it just a, another spot in the show, or did it mean something to you? Oh, it meant everything to me. You know, it just it just felt like all our hard work was paid off. You know, and that people were happy for us. You know, it's, the, it's all about the energy behind things. You know, and I think the energy behind Kate she was that people, you know, first of all, you know, you got two heels. You know, and it's like, you know, we, we turned baby face in a, you know, in a weird, it's like we were the meanest, baddest wrestlers. And then here we are, you know, two heels for pay-per-view. And um, so it, 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 it meant everything. It was like something that I just never, like I said, knew that I could ever be part of. And I come from, my family is very athletic. I have two older, two, I have two older brothers that were just, you know, can play any sport and, and I would never thought that I would be the one with a professional contract. I thought for sure my brother would get a baseball contract. And, you know, so it was just bananas to, to, to have that moment come true. And I had, you know, family fly in. And, and more importantly, for people that, that were happy for us. And I think that's nice. And we're like, you know what? You deserve it. Um, so I think that was nice to be like, you know, people were happy about the, the turnout. So yeah, 
you know, it's it's something to be part of a company that was short lived, and you got to do whatever you can to to leave out on top. And I think you know, Caged Heat did that. Okay. Yeah, I, I would say so. They uh, they became the tag team champions. So, regardless of what goes on, as long as the company exists in some way, shape, or form, they're going to go down as the first ever title holders of. Uh, Wow, women of wrestling. So right. That that yeah. was that so, And because of the hiatus, we're the longest reigning tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> to get back to that. Uh, well, I told you how I feel about that now. <laughs> <laughs> Four thousand days of holding the titles. Yes, I know. That's... <laughs> but, yep. But I won't go off into that that tirade right now. Uh, no worries. I, I, I will. I will repeat though. I, I think I, I pitched it to you the last time we talked. So if it were me and I were writing that story, if I was responsible for that angle, it would. I think Sofia Lopez was the perfect uh, outlet to just get the titles handed back over. Amen. Oh, I love it. Yes, the best attorney in the world. Yes, you know, I, I I adore Sophia Lopez. She's great. So, she know. she created that 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 she wanted to be part of Wow so hard, and she worked so hard, and you know she knew who to she knew who to roll by. She was like, I'm gonna roll with Kate Heat. I'm gonna get my angle with those with those girls. So, and she did it. Yeah, she did it. she's basically the lead heel manager of, of Wow at this point. But see, and and that's yeah. awesome. rather than have the the uh, identity of well, we just held it for four thousand days. <laughs> we we've had, we held these titles <laughs> since two thousand one. I would I would have just preferred you know again if I was responsible for the book, it would have been okay. You know they never lost it, and since you're re- revamping the show. They need to get it back. Mm. Contractually speaking, they mm-hmm. never lost. It's not their fault that they didn't lose the championship. They shouldn't have to compete for yep. it. So yeah, I great. thought that would have given immediate heat to, to Cage Heat, just like, hey, you know, <laughs> we didn't even have to fight for it. Right. These things. You know, just, just get them handed back <laughs> over. That could have just been a, a nice angle in and of itself where all the other teams are mad and pissed because you get ready to announce a tournament, <laughs> then that, that gets nixed. You know, yeah, yeah. But that's true. That's neither here nor there now. Anyway, exactly. (laughs) But but here we get to an interesting point in the uh, the history of of Wow. Because I'm going to assume that the TV taping schedule after the pay per view pretty much ceased. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, my my heart was broke, and like I said, I didn't know and. Nothing about the office and production or what or why. I just knew that we were working hard and and you know and at the time you know now nowadays pay per views are mostly what UFC UFC fights and stuff you know so even yeah, it's totally different now especially with social media and how you can get blah blah blah, blah. but um back then you know pay per views were a big deal and you know people paid for this stuff and and um. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, it was literally like, you know, we have a job on Friday and then we don't have one on, you know, Monday. So it was heartbreaking. So, yeah, it sucked. But the fact that we still 
David McLean, you know, and Selena Major still believed and and Jeannie Buss to be like, you know, all right, this is not this 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 happened, and um, now what are we going to do from this on? You know, instead of completely saying like, wow, never existed, or we folded. You know, it's like, all right, we're on hiatus, and we're not, you know, in and then, you know, years going by, it was time like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess this isn't happening. And then to get that call to be like, hey, you know, this is happening. It was just like, what? Like, for real? <laughs> like, this is, we're revamping? Again, I was like, oh, my God, this is a dream come true, you know, because the minute I opened the doors to wrestling, it was just something that I was like, I love wrestling. And and my loyalty was to WOW, you know. I did train with Jesse Hernandez at School of Hard Knocks, and I was very good friends with, with Josh Milton, who was our referee, um, who we got to beat up, and we completely added him into stuff, and I really believe he paved the way for other referees to get thrown into the storylines or get beat up, and you would start to see it in WWF at the time, and not to be on a, on a sad note, but since... Uh, Josh Milton, rest in peace, he passed away uh, a little over a year ago. Um, but um, what was my point is that was that we were still around, you know, and and that they didn't stop believing in us, Jeannie and, and David and Selena. Like, they still kept on to that vision, you know, and here we are, you know. And now is the perfect time with women's movement and you know wonder woman and and almost hillary clinton you know clinton going for president and so it's like now's the time now's the time to really you know um display wow the way it it should have been because i think wow was maybe maybe the, the world wasn't ready for us then but i think now for sure okay uh that, that is a interesting point and i and you bring up uh, Milton, the referee. Uh, yeah. If anybody wants to know who he is, if you scan through the videos, he's probably going to be that, the guy, the ref that took the single biggest bumps for that company. I mean, if there, if there was a ref that was getting knocked around or tossed over the top rope or taking a taking a finish or something like that, odds are it was Milton. So it, it was Josh Milton. Even a pay per view, he he took a drop off the the cage. He took a huge drop off the top. Off the top. Yes, he did. And he, he, he took far more bumps than necessary. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. Absolutely. Like wow. Yeah, we were we were really close. We were really close. We we he taught me so much about just these little things that you know that I just wasn't aware of and kind of sharpened up my charm in the ring and. He was a big, big part of the company, and you know, roughing. He roughed all of ours, and then when we did a revamp in Vegas, we brought him in. That was the last time I saw him. You know, it was the last time I saw him, and it was. So I was like, oh my god, here we are again. And I love, you know, I made sure, and he made sure too, like you know, that he was going to rough Cage T. I was like, not that was not not going to happen. <laughs> but that was the last time I saw him. Yeah. Oh. Ugh so heartbreaking but he you know he loved he loved wrestling so much and he really he wanted wow to go just as much not for his for his own benefit but he just wanted it to take off he he believed in us as well okay well uh, this 
I guess there's no easy transition off of him, so I'm just going to move backwards. Um, yeah. So coming off of the pay-per-view, like I said, uh, my assumption was that production basically ceased uh, coming out of um, WoW Unleashed. <clears throat> but there were, I think, two other episodes that aired on television following the pay-per-view, which... Mm. You can only assume, you know, just based on that. that I don't even these, remember. That these things were taped ahead of time. Um, uh-huh. Episode 20, which was the Daughters of Darkness versus Cage Heat. Uh, Cage Heat wins, which essentially what it should be their first uh, title defense. But right. uh, <laughs> it's never really acknowledged by the announcer well not the I shouldn't say the the announcers the commentator did it but the ring announcers the, it's never really acknowledged that KG are the champions at this point. But what happened mm. is preceding the match, there's a backstage segment that has yourself, Delta a lot of pain and Vendetta and I guess the, the guard and rather than come out to ringside with the belts, you hand the belts over to uh, Vendetta and then you come right. out which basically explains why there's no championship belts on Cage Heat at the time. So that's that's the first like, interesting note of the match. The second interesting note is that the person that you just handed the belt off to is the person that you're wrestling when you get into the ring. So, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it, it's just funny when you think about it in hindsight because, of course, like I said, that's, that's <laughs> kind of taping. You had the magic of editing. and um, Right. Aisha Cross on YouTube posted because uh, somebody asked just a, a random comment on one of these uh, WoW videos. And she was the fan that answered. Uh, so shout out to her, Aisha Cross. She said, Mystery was Vendetta and Misery was the Disciplinarian, which is, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to mispronounce Wait. Nicole's last name. Uh, Nicole Ochoa. Ochoa? Okay, so you got Ochoa. Okay, Nicole Ochoa. And Kristen mm-hmm. Davidson, who portray those two individuals so mm-hmm. there there's a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a note there for for fans who weren't aware <laughs> so, so, that's, so that's kind of fun <laughs> you know that that's kind of a fun thing cause that's, we, we just hand it to you and then we go out there and rustle you in the same episode and the same day <laughs> oh my god i remember that much i was um i was i would get so nervous uh and I remember, um, and I just bumped into their manager, the manager guy, whatever. Who, they had someone come out with the Sisters of Darkness, some really tall the, dude. They're all masked, you know. And um, that's who his name was. I don't know his actual name, but he wrestled. He uh, he performed under the goon. Yes, yes, yes. That's exactly. But he was actually, you know, such a great guy. And I remember I was. Uh, I was getting ill, like, during the match. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to throw up. Like, I have to roll under the ring. you got to throw me under the ring so I can throw up. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so I got thrown out, and I was like, yo, I, I'm going to throw up. Can you throw me under the ring? And he's like, no, you can do this. <laughs> and he threw me back inside, and I was like, oh, my God. I got through it. I got through it, and the minute I stepped off that mat, there was a bucket waiting for me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, that's another match that I remember very well. <laughs> but I'll never forget how he was just like, nope. He's like, you're going back in there. I was like, okay. <laughs> wow, okay. So he went trying to hit it. 
A little, another little side, a little like backstage thing. <laughs> a, a sexy, I gave you guys a sexy vision. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 see that? There's a, another little uh, add on that people weren't aware of that you were actually getting sick out there, but you, but you held it together and you finished the match. Yes, exactly. So now. Yes. The final appearance of Cage Heat on uh, in the original or the first season of Wow uh, takes place in episode twenty one. Got Caliente and Boom Boom as the as the final oh, yeah. contenders for the titles. And again, uh, basically Wow did the same thing. I, I, I'm assuming to kind of explain why the, the belts weren't actually out there with them. Yes. Right. You have, a, you have another backstage segment where it's just the three of you and, and, and the guard, and you hand the belts over to her, and then her being Vendetta. And then KG comes out. Right. And so now you got uh, KG versus uh, Boom Boom Caliente. And again, it's not acknowledged over the house, Mike, but it is acknowledged on the air. So you have the. Uh, right. You got McLean, and you have. Um, uh, Stagger Lee Marshall. I know they didn't call him Stagger exactly. Lee at the time, so Lee Marshall. Uh, you have, you Lee have, Marshall. yeah, you had those two guys, and they're they're referred to you as the champions, even though the, the house isn't referred to it as the champions. So, right. So, Casey wins the second title defense, pinning Caliente with the Hard Times clothesline, uh, and just before this is done. Harley's Angels comes out and attacks Cage Heat with pool cues. That's right. <laughs> and Cage Heat, for the first time, takes a beat down. I mean, but they, they get back on your feet and you fight back at some point. But th- this goes on until security separates it. So I guess the, the real. And I think we came in to save Selena, actually. I think we came something with Selena Majors, I think. I think we did like a run in, if that's, I can't remember. If that was that same part, I, I think that got cut out. <laughs> if that oh, happened. did it? I don't remember. I, 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 think I remember so. something with that. Because I, I know. Oh, okay. So Selena, yeah, we took a beating. Yeah, you took a beating, but they they security comes out and they separate Harley's Angels and Casey. But how did it work for you to do this out of sequence? I know you're pretty much used to it because you you know you you do acting and you do your scenes out of order. You know, particularly when you do movies yeah. or whatnot. But did it bother you at this point? Like, hey, we're we're having to tape the repercussions of a pay per view match that hasn't occurred yet. Mm, you know what? Honestly, I just like went with the flow. I I it didn't it didn't bother me. I guess because I was just like trusting that they knew what they were doing, and you know, like, all right, like this is what we got to do. Okay, you know. So it really. Like I said, everything was just so new to me that I just, I just went with the flow and just did what they say because I trusted them. So, okay, yeah, I, probably why it didn't bother me because of being an actor and you shoot things out of sequence, out of order. So it's probably you probably nailed it right in the nose, yeah, in the head, whatever that term is. <laughs> That's right, nail on the head. But, but in, <laughs> in, in fairness to WoW, I, I, I do want to point out that that was not an uncommon occurrence in wrestling. So if anybody right. thought that WoW did that, and oh, well, why, why would they do that? Well, that happened in wrestling all the time at that point. especially oh, when, great. 
mm-hmm. you know, before the right. advent of weekly live TV. You know, uh, yes, WoW and Nitro were were going on at at that point, mm-hmm. but you, yeah. you reminded a couple of years uh, you would have things where uh, WCW, which was local to me, yep. would tape several episodes of WCW Saturday Night, and they would acknowledge mm-hmm. championships that hadn't taken place yet. Yeah, that's see, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so. It did do, you know, and it, exactly. And that's the thing about wrestling and the world of wrestling, how circumstances change all the time because of, I don't know, injury or drama or, and, and then, you know, you cut a promo and that's what's so beauty about wrestling. It's like, you know what? We can fix this with the promo. We can fix this with, with that because that does, that, that's what happens, you know, in the world of wrestling. Yeah. So I don't think, you know, we did what, what we had to do and what the other promotion probably would have done also. Yeah, that is correct. And uh, mm-hmm. Joe Mama on YouTube—that's right, that's his name, Joe Mama. Uh, his, his question was: He thinks that the match was taped ahead of time. So we answered that question for you, Joe. That the matches were taped yep. ahead of time. Uh, that's just the way mm-hmm. that it was back then. You know, the wrestling uh, when you weren't doing it live, you had to kind of produce it as best you could. Yeah, and, and put the, yeah. the pieces of the puzzle in place when you could. So and. yeah, exactly. Because we care you know, about the fans, and we want them. You know, we wa- we're asking so much of them already. You know, so it's like we want to satisfy that too. You know, fans are everything. So uh, absolutely, and you know, with the exception of the pay per view coming in uh, into play, it really it wouldn't have really been mm-hmm. that big of a deal. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. I agree. I agree. You know, you're always going to have somebody to say something, you know, and that's wonderful because it just causes debate, you know, and discussion and conversation. So, you know, I welcome all those things. So, yeah. Yeah. So that would be the last airing of WOW. It would go into reruns and kind of, you know, recycle itself over the over the course of the years in different locations and whatnot. Yeah. But that was the last one that would occur for some time. Uh, WoW mm-hmm. would then return to production in 2012, uh, which I think the, the revamped version of it was to include some, some level of reality TV. I know that the original uh, segments that they had recorded on the original YouTube channel that they had uh, was essentially following the journey of uh, girls becoming wow superheroes, including again, right. the then new girls, Peter Rush and, and uh, Sunshine, and um, amongst others who I probably can't remember right off the top, Tadvik the Gamer and so, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. Uh, but it seemed like that changed once it uh, began to air matches or at least in my opinion, I, I think I, I heard something to the effect that there were a, there was a full episode of WoW that aired out in in Vegas, but that was about it. And then that yeah, that's, yeah. that episode got kind of chopped up and became what we now know as season two of WoW. And essentially, those each episode consists of one match and a couple of things maybe in front of or behind it, possibly. That right. That fair so. Here you are, you're making the comeback, you're making the comeback some 
10 plus years later. And yeah. First off, were you ready for this? Physically, I mean. I it know was great. Yeah. I mean, you know what? I was just getting out of an injury myself. To um, I had a soccer injury. And so I was not um, at my fullest. I didn't let them know because <laughs> they were been like, no, you're not getting it. So I just got, you know, I was like, yep, I actually got better, you know, um, training. And, you know, I got stronger faster because I started to train. But I, um, I pretty much kept myself, you know, physically fit. And I just think, like, I was ready. I was ready, but at the same time, not. You know, it was just like, whoa, like I, it was so much time is gone and it it was definitely different. It was definitely different. So maybe I thought I was ready um, physically or whatnot, but then getting back in there, I was just like, whoa, you know, like this was, it was, it was definitely a different feeling. Yeah, it was a definitely different feeling, you know, when, and Delta was, you know, in another state. And so when she came in, I was, you know, I was pretty much carrying us. I had to wrestle Kita Rush, uh, the Bully Busters, and Steffi Slays. So I was dealing with newbies. And then I had another one with, uh, you know, all American girls with Santana Garrett and Amber O'Neill. And um, so then I was pretty much carrying all of that. So it was, it was kind of really difficult for me because I was, you know, I was a veteran with, with, with the uh, bully buses and then when it came to all american girls i was like okay they they've been on the circuit you know <laughs> they're they're they were ready to rock and roll and it was just like whoa like i want to make sure what the hell's going on here so you definitely can see it you can definitely see the rust of, of caged heat in, in in those so um for sure but you know you're not but emotionally with our heart you know we 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 were ready so but yeah, you could definitely see some rust in the in the in there. <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about what you just said, but you bring up a really interesting point. Like you went from being episode five, Cage Heat versus the Bully Busters. You went from being basically the yeah. veteran of the ring to mm-hmm. okay, episode eleven, Cage Heat versus All American Girls. The roles reverse. <laughs> to, exactly. To where, to where the so the is like boom, and that there's a world of wrestling right there. It's like oh man, you know now yeah now now they're the veterans. So yeah, and they were great, you know. But um, but still, it's just I'm all about safety, you know, and making sure we we do our job and and put up you know a good match and and to make sure everybody you know is good. So. Uh. Was there any particular reason that y'all wrestled with the belts off like the first two or three minutes? <laughs> um, I kind of forgot we had them on. Okay. <laughs> Take them off. And then I was like, you know what? Only KT can get away with that. <laughs> I mean, I mean it was KT great that they acknowledged it. it. You know, it's like, hey, they didn't even take the belts off. It was, it was great that the commentators I was like, nope. <laughs> We're gonna wear this the whole time. So I think it got to a point where I was like, "Oh, I might rip this girl's face off by putting her headlock because my belt is on." <laughs> okay. I don't want to rip anyone's face off for real with a belt. So yeah, uh, we kind of forgot. <laughs> okay, so so, <laughs> it just, so just oversight. 
Yeah, a little oversight. I just think it's hilarious that Delta and I both did it. Like, that just ch- just shows you the connection that we have and the synchronicity of, like, we're just one. <laughs> that we both did it. We both forgot. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Good eye, Brian. Good yes. eye. Well, you know, it's, it's all in the research. So for those who are not aware, Keita Rush and Stephanie La, La Marvillosa was uh, the Bully Busters, but we now refer to as Steffi Slays, which I can only imagine was changed for marketing purposes and so people would be able to pronounce it. So there we go. Yeah, like why you want to have a name that you don't even know how to say it? That's the worst. But, yeah, so I'm glad that she that she changed it. So well, it's got Steffi Slays. I think everybody can uh, can get that one. Pretty easy. Yeah, for pretty, sure. Pretty simple. Pretty easy. Uh, yes. So you got that Cage Heat wins with the uh, Hard Times Clothesline episode nine. I mean, excuse me, episode five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you go into episode eleven where we talked about the reversal of fortune, where now the other team are the veterans, and for the first time. Ever, Case Heat suffers a pinfall loss. Mm-hmm. They lose. That hurt. Yeah, the that championships. Hurt my soul. <laughs> yeah, I guess so because it, it the the loss came down on Loka following the backspring moonsault from Santana Garrett, which is her finish yeah. out on the uh, independent circuit. So this isn't this isn't a uh, you know something she made up or something okay. like that. If you followed her, then you would know that this this is you know what she. What she does. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we move over to, to season three. And it begins right. with Cage Heat starting off a backstage vignette and complaining about the loss, but you come back out with the with the belts and basically claiming that you're still the champions with along with your <laughs> your manager, Sophia Lopez. Uh, this is a very heavily edited episode for some reason or another. Uh, when she's talking, is 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 doing these flash cuts. It was, it was, did they just take out stuff that she was saying, or was did they like, hey, do it again, or whatever the case may be? I think it had to do with you know just doing it um, maybe not understanding. I, I really don't. I really don't know. I can't. I can't remember. It was, but it was probably because she was. Uh, I don't even know if I had to guess. It would probably like be like I don't know what you're saying. Let's do that again and maybe it changed or wow. something. I don't know. <clears throat> you know, I may have to yeah. try to track her down. Yeah, people think like that's like, like you know, like oh, like that's funny. I'm like, no, that's actually how she talks. Like, I'm like, I wish we could have subtitles for her because it would be hilarious. Because you don't know what she's saying. Oh, so yeah, I, I gotta look back on that. I, I, I'm I'm sorry, I, I don't know how to answer off the top. I wish I knew. I would look back on that and see why was it so heavily evident, edited. Well, well, it, well it's know. just my guess. I mean, it, it is the the hard part is because you know I I am an editor. And I know that from right. the, the cameras that they were using and, and the the angle angle wise, like it's probably not all that much they could have done. So they so they just kind of put in mm. these flash cuts. So it wasn't like they were hiding the fact that sure. they edited. It's just just how it was, you know. That's what what happens. Yeah. Um. So anyway, uh, we got that. Cage he's is saying that they're still the champions, but easily, you know, the All American girls come out, they fight Cage Heat off. They get the bills back. 
so you know we we leave with the the heroes kind of up and up as the champions we go to episode eight cage heat versus all american girls again uh cage mm-hmm. gets disqualified after hitting amber o'neill with lopez's briefcase that's true is that what happened that's what happened <laughs> There was a there was a struggle between you know a member of Kate yes. and a member of the All American Girls and uh, you nailed uh, I think uh, O'Neill nails her partner and then there's a struggle for the briefcase yes. again and then wham you know she gets Amber O'Neill gets hit so that the uh, pin doesn't go through so it was it was right. the, it was the sacrifice of the loss by pinfall to get disqualified. Right. So the All American Girls walk away as the champions in the third season. Whatever. <laughs> you come back in season four, which is I guess this is the last one, and then we we have episode three, uh, which is supposed to be the tag team, the beginning of a tag team tournament. So this this is the second mm-hmm. time that we have a tag team tournament that takes place in a while. Although no teams and no brackets have been announced in this particular tournament. Uh, the only thing that we know is that uh, the titles have been vacated because of some uh, dispute that Sofia Lopez has placed as far as the um, yeah as far as the All American Girls winning tagging. yes yeah. that, that they were legally right. tagging because they were tagging each other on various other body parts opposed to the hand or the back they were tagging on the ankle and That's the butt right. and stuff like that so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So KG takes on all American girls. This is the was this the third go round between these two teams. Yeah. So, so this is the longest feud that Cage Heat has ever had. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, you know, just a, a quick note because I think the all American girls actually took their act on the road briefly. I know they wrestled off in in Shine. They didn't wrestle as the all American girls. They wrestled as the American sweethearts there and kind of lost and they had, they had to separate the team which would for kind of foreshadow what happens here on episode three you got cage heat the the uh perennial team of wow taking taking on the all-american girls to try to get back into tag team running and we got right. we got a lot of stuff going on in this match so you got we do you got sophia lopez representing cage heat you got <laughs> Uh, a lot of star who strolls down the ringside. She um, hands off a briefcase to. Well, she gets a briefcase from Sophia. She hands that briefcase off to, to Amber O'Neill. To Amber. Amber then nails her own partner in the head behind the referee's yep. back and tells basically Delta, hey, you, you guys are good. Logan yep. connects to cover, you guys win, and then you advance in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Which essentially Santana Garrett, you know, left for dead because of her, uh, you know, her backstabbing partner, who is now the, the Beverly Hills. Right. right. So, so we had a lot yep. kind of taking place in this this uh, this storyline here. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, is there? What other teams could possibly be taking place in this tournament? Because uh, I'm assuming it's still going on, or assuming that it's still to take place. Who else is left other than the Bully Busters? Yeah, I know. I'm like, well, I think that's why a lot 
Um, I really don't know. It's like, okay, we've got to get some, you know, some some tag teams in here. And or KT will just take over again and be like, see, this is, you ain't got nobody for us to wrestle, then I guess we're a chance again. <laughs> you know, but um, but we got, you know, some things in formation is, is what I could probably say. And, you know, that, like you say, we're always in recruitment. So, but as far as this point goes, um, that's where we're at. Yeah, I can't say much because I don't know where they're going with it or or what. But um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say. Okay, I mean, uh, it, it would just be interesting. I mean, I know that there's a few. I guess now that I'm thinking about it, that can be tossed into play. I already, I already said the bully buses. I don't know if Southern Pride still exists. Uh, mm-hmm, they do. Okay, so you got Southern Pride. You have, uh, I don't know what Riot's girls are named. I'll just call them Riot's girls. You get Razor and Spike. So Correct. Uh, and the Vengeful Vixens. And so maybe you got four? Maybe. Yeah, you got four so far. Yeah, so let's there's some as opposed to none. So, yeah. And then who knows how people can just maybe want a couple of singles come together. I don't know. But at this point, yeah, that's what we got. Yeah. Okay. So, so there, there is something there that not, yeah, now whether they will be entered into it or not is a different issue, but there, there's something there and you got some teams that you can kind of uh, play off of and whatnot. Uh, Absolutely. What, we also have a question from, and, you know, he doesn't really have a, a name per se. That, uh, okay. it, it, this comes directly from YouTube. Um, how can I, I'm trying to give him credit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the, the best way I can put it is Nataga I now. Is that the best way I, that's the best way I can say it. So give just, a shout out. Okay. Yeah, so, so I'm going to refer to him as that Nataga. If I'm if I'm not saying this correctly, the way that you wanted it to be said, I apologize. Uh, and I also will state now that I am correcting a couple of his questions because he did put in his comment that English is not his first language, and he apologized. So I'm I'm just going to kind of straighten out some of these. If you happen to go onto the page, which he posted these questions underneath the riot interview. So <clears throat> this is why it's, it's not exactly word for word because of that. Um, his first question was, there's a wild behind the scenes video, uh, which actually is posted online by Vanya, who portrayed Jacqueline Hyde. Uh, so, oh, I love her. Crazy, fun. Which uh, there's an interview with her in archives, by the way, if you want to listen to her talk and talk about her time at WOW. <laughs> um <sighs> She's, she says on camera that Loka's a very, very crazy character, and you said that that's not me at all. His question is, what person are you in real life, and how did it feel to play Loka? Um, so what was the first part, and what was it in real life? What, what kind of person are you in real life, opposed to Loka? Let's see. Well, it's funny, you know, I'm... My father is a uh, retired New York police 
department of police officers. So I just thought it was so hilarious that I was playing like the ultimate convict. And um, I'm sure he was happy with that. Understanding what's that? I'm sure he was happy with that. Oh yeah, he was happy with that. He was just so he was happy. I even like wrote a picture to him like, hey, you know, how can you lock up your own daughter? But um, let's see. I mean, I'm definitely wild. I'm definitely wild in the sense of I'm loud and I have a voice just like Loka does. And um, but I gotta say that I've got a lot of compassion and in the sense of I care about the team and I care about people and I, you know with wow and and people in general I'm a big uh, animal activist I mean I'm all about rescue dogs and and I've got a pit and a little chihuahua like you know like a Latina should <laughs> and um my time as Loka it was the best time of my life, and it's still and it's still resonating, and it's still you know, wow, changed my my the course of of my career too. I'm making a choice of, you know, do, do I go down a road of I had to make a choice of being a wrestler or an actor, and I went down the actor acting road, you know, because of the hiatus and 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 whatnot, but but um. My time with with Wow was is memorable and 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 it's still going. So, but yeah, as far as it's obviously, you know, I'm not, uh, you know, I don't go break the rules. I don't, you know, even Kate Sheet is not about, you know, we don't we don't steal from people and you know we're we don't just beat anybody up for no reason. You know, we're not we're not bullies. You know, even though we fought them, it's like we're not bullies. You know, we actually we fight for what's right, and that's definitely something that's that's true for Loka and Cher. Where you know, I'm here to to fight the fight and and but you know, I'm also will will um, go down if if there's something going down and and to protect I'll I'll do it too you know but I'm not out there stealing cars or or uh, you know n- nothing of that nature you know uh, so 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 you're not living, the question. you're not living the gimmick. Not living the gimmick, uh uh-uh. right. definitely not, not living the gimmick, but it definitely, you know, opened up roles for me after a while where I, I you know, I still play the, the, the convict or the cop, so to this day, you know, I've come out in uh, Shameless, I played a cop and cop in that, and The Mentalist, I'm, I'm back in orange, it was kind of funny, where they were like, oh, you can be wearing an orange convict, I was like, you guys have no idea how much experience I have in this outfit. <laughs> They catch me on that. Um, so yeah, and then and then stunts, you know, do my own stunts if anything. And so, yeah, I've got lots of credit to Wow. It's it's the best time of my life, absolutely, hands down. You know what I like about Cage Heat is that they are in jail for undetermined crime. It's like it's never been unveiled what exactly they went in for. It's it's just that they committed a crime. Well. Yeah, I think they kind of went in for, well, I think it was, you know, how we used to say, now we can commit assault legally. So I kind of think that we both, you know, were were in for some sort of, some sort of fight that went down and we just got pinned because it's who we are. (laughs) 
Well, I, I guess see now that that's uh, trying to put the pieces together. They, I don't think they've ever openly acknowledged that, which is probably smart. So you know. <laughs> yeah, they want to put something over us or 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 glorify anything or anything like that. You know, that's I didn't right. want to be affiliated with with gang and stuff. And I even you know we didn't. I think we had a move called a drive by, and I and I said no, I don't don't want that so then they they fixed it on the website i said that's definitely not something that we're associated with or glorified with whatsoever me living in los angeles i've i've dealt with with friends and family that had to go through such things that i was like no 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 we're not we're not those kind of you know we're we're loud and we'll go down like i said we'll we'll fight the good fight and but we're not beating up anybody or, or stealing stuff or anybody so mm-hmm. okay well, or gang well, affiliated well that makes sense because you know I, I i do remember hearing in one of the commentaries that he he, he called what would later become the capital punishment oh the drive-by but you know that got changed by like the I next think, episode yeah i think yeah it was i think it was like um like a off the rope clothesline where Delta would hold would hold some. I think it was in the Paradise. I think I did it to Paradise. He called it in that match. I remember because I was bothered. So yeah, and and he was totally David McLean was totally fine with that. You know, it was like no problem. There was no there was never he always wants us to feel comfortable and 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 you know be safe and comfortable. You know, so there was no problem with fixing that. Okay. Uh, Nataga also wants to know, was there any hard part to playing Loka? Hard? Yeah. Is there any hard yeah. part to playing Loka? Was, was it difficult? No, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he means difficulty in, in uh, portraying the role. No, it was it was so fun. It was like literally when you put on when you put on the jumpsuit and it was like a transformation. You know, my hair got did, and my makeup got done. I was like, uh-uh. So it was super fun. It was not hard at all because of the safe environment, because of my partner. And uh, no, it was absolute dream. Nope. Okay. Uh, his second set of questions. Uh, he said, back in 2012 when Mr. McLean planned on restarting WOW, how did you find out about it? I think you answered that briefly, but we're going to just kind of retouch it. Uh, did they come to her, uh, he, he's speaking about you, and say, hey, wow, it's coming okay. back or something like that? And how did she feel about that? Which, oh, yeah. So like I said, you know, when they were on hiatus and they did this big turn of the social media, uh, new media uh, team that we've got going on. So literally got got the call out of you know the blue and again i mean i've been friends i'm friends with david mclean so you know we would you know christmas and and holidays and birthdays and stuff like that we would be in contact so it was always this thing where he said it was it was going to come back but then after a while it was like okay you know i i held on to that dream and um and then you know the call came and i was like i was like is is it real is this really happening and i didn't you know, in in a positive sense, I didn't believe it until until I was in that ring. And the minute I was back in that ring, and we were training at the Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles, which was one of my favorite places. I love downtown, and I love that historical hotel. Um, that until I was inside that ring, I was like, okay, it's happening. Um, so I was very happy about it because, like I said, I'm all about wow, and not about 
loca or caged heat. You know, I wasn't looking to just where where can I take myself to the next level without giving respect to to wow. So my loyalty has always been to them. So very happy to be part of this women's federation that I hope to uh, continue to be a pioneer and for other women who had this dream to, to wrestle, to keep doing it and to have a place to go to, you know, that it's not just WWF or whatever, you know, that this is a full on, you know, respectable. I'm all about the respect, you know, a respectable federation that you come in and, and, and learn and, and have a family outing. Everyone wins. Okay. Uh, I think the the last part of his question here is after you were this I'm, I'm filling in here after you were contacted and after you agreed to go back and uh, what was the process of Wild's relaunch on your part? Uh, I'm I'm guessing he's asking did you have any any significant uh, role in the relaunch? I mean other other than well, you know, I... re, retaking the role of Loka. <clears throat> I um I did help out because of being, you know, now we go back with roles reversing and hanging with the newbies, you know, coming in and helping, you know, train and um you know, I was a good example for the new girls to come, you know, how to be. You know, you commit to your character and and um I actually did some I worked a little bit more in production a little bit and helped out with some with some vignettes or whatnot because I am, I'm an acting coach and um, going to be teaching after the new year with the Actors Lab. Um, so I, I helped out a lot with kind of being the bridge between wrestlers who came from the independent circuit who've never acted before and then to the actors that never wrestled before. So it was kind of a good bridge to be like, okay, with lingo, like this is what they mean by this. and. You're doing this because all the big questions are like, why am I doing that? It's like, okay, well, if you would know the world of wrestling, this is what happens when you do this, you know, with a move or something, you know, like slapping, slapping the waist and then you get the hands back. You know, it's like, why would I do that? It's like, okay, it's because you're not understanding the world of wrestling, that this is a specific language and lingo and what goes on these four corners is, is, is the universe. So things like that, I helped out, you know, where before, you know, I, w- I was a complete newbie, didn't know anything, to being able to help and guide others that they did for me when I first joined. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, that was, uh, what, what, I can't keep pronouncing his name, I, I wish he had an actual name, Nataka, that's what... That's the stuff uh-huh. that he had uh, listed for us. So thank you to him for uh, okay. sending that in. Who who is the individual thank that you. wanted to make sure that he um, got his questions in and and specifically requested having Loka on. So I wanted to make sure I got. Oh, that thank in. you, Saga. That's your name, and I hope I answered your questions. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at Loka on IG. Yeah, we need to make sure I put that in the description so yeah, anybody's sure. interested, cool. they can kind of catch you and follow yeah. you and follow your journey going forth. Yeah. Uh, is there any reason? Because, well, first off, I, I know we talked about this before, so I'll fill in some of this. I know some people simply have moved on with their lives, and you know some people weren't weren't contacted for whatever reason. Uh, so. 
there's a, a significant chunk of, of ladies who were in the original WoW that did not come back. Uh, you know, no slight on them, but they, you know, they just, just didn't right. happen. But WoW also refired up and started with some new girls, uh, around season two and three. Well, now that some of those girls have kind of filtered out as well. Is there any particular reason mm-hmm. that, that this happened? Because I would think that this one being so close to, you know, the current product that most of them would have come back. But clearly that did not. I know one of one individual you said, I mean, Azukar, she basically, you know, she had a, had a uh, life changing uh, situation. You know, she's become a yeah, mom, she got a so, baby. So, mm-hmm. so that, yeah, that she definitely for that. her. Mm-hmm. But as far as some of the other girls, and I, and I can run down some of the names. I know Candice Ray probably went back to the Indies because we saw her in the May Young Classic. Uh, Desdemona, I'm not even sure where she is or who that person is. Fire, Frost. Uh, who else we got here? Uh, Kitty. We know she. Oh, went, uh, she went over to. Uh, um, Lucha, uh, around as did La Nina, Melissa Santos, uh, Lady London, yeah. who who didn't appear in any episodes of, of Wild as as far as I know. Uh, Paradise, who came back and and you know they had a big deal about that in, in the episode, and she she hasn't uh, returned as far as I know. Uh, was there any talk or Tadavik who who was kind of positioned as a as a big I don't want to say a big deal but she was kind of positioned as a singles main eventer and and the zombie I, I, I never saw her you know she's listed oh but, but oh, that's funny that the zombie's listed that's hilarious no she didn't do anything she had a good look the zombie but didn't, didn't happen um you know if I can be as diplomatic as possible be diplomatic not perfect yeah, um, it was just coming back, and I think the OG girls and the OG mentality, and maybe we hoped that we would have that magic that we had in the first round of WoW. So, and then I think with the different times where, you know, we're talking, what, 15, 16 years ago, where social media was pretty much, you know what maybe we had MySpace then I don't even know if Facebook was there yet no but <laughs> there was no like Facebook it, it's time. Mm. yeah so the time was different and I feel like there was just that team feel was kind of not there if, if I had to you know put my point in okay not that I don't know I just kind of feel like some people were just out maybe for themselves as opposed to the brand um but, you know, there was just, because it was so sporadic with training and then, you know, this new office and production, I just kind of feel like people, those girls, like I said, I don't know, but there was some drama and and then they couldn't, you know, and it was just easier to be like, you know what, it's just best that, you know, there's plenty of girls out there that... um that want to be part of this and 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 do things, you know, for wow. But um, I know I'm being very vague, but um, it's not staying diplomatic. Yeah, yeah, you know. But some people just 
had big a big mouth and and some people did things just more more of just like I said I think we kind of just felt like you know wow I was here to 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 pioneer and have this vision be come to life and 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 I think other people had different ideas that it was just like well we're not here for you <laughs> so yeah so I think that was just some and I think that's what that's what sparked perhaps or spawned the even more because I was more about you know yes if we're going to go reality then then we have to not you know show our tricks but you know go through what what women or wrestlers go through before we put on a show you know what we got to go through and the things that we got to deal with with within the company with other uh wrestlers before we go out there you know or some people are are our partners and they hate each other perhaps or you know or you're wrestling somebody that you really don't like and you have to make sure you don't really hurt the person or things like that but um but um but yeah so i just think it was just kind of rocky you know coming back that first time and and these girls not understanding what wow has gone through already so that's what i could say Okay, I mean, you know, and and I could probably, I guess, venture a guess as to some of them, as to why they didn't come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I said, uh, there's a few that I look at like, okay, I can see why a Candice LeRae might not have come back, or uh, yeah, because she has a complete, you know, end up she's. Uh, you know, independent wrestler, and she's fantastic, and she's yeah. she's she's got her thing going on. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, know, so you, you got girls like her, and like you said, Kitty and uh, La Nina, who found uh, yeah. work in in uh, Lucha Underground, and and I know that the yeah. hiatus had something to do with it. Frost, who I did speak with, and I don't know what her uh, position with the company was, but I know at the time that I talked to her, she had just picked up more stunt work and just essentially kind of moved into that direction uh, and then and, yeah and then, then, what's that I'm sorry I was saying yeah um, I was saying that she she was definitely Frost was definitely one of the ones that kind of um, I don't know I can't I can't I can't blame uh, people wanting to it's a smart business move or whatnot but it's like you know if you want to be part of this company then you know it's it's it goes this way and then you want to start having a voice it's like whoa 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 you know like you don't have any you don't have any place to 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 say these a b and c things so she was definitely one of one of the wrestlers that i could see um not coming back just because um i don't know she just Kinda had some beef, so I just I felt. Uh, well, yeah. you know, she she was very vocal, you know, about, about what she felt. She, she she didn't mix words. That was for certain. Uh, and, and again, yeah. I, I can I can mm-hmm. see why she and and others like Fire and Lady London and so on and so forth might not have come back just based on the hiatus. Again, you know, nothing nothing t- yeah. towards the yeah. company, but love Lady London too. Lady, I love Lady London. She's fantastic. I would love for her to to come back, but she's also she comes from a family of stunts. Her her dad was a stunt for like Indiana Jones. Her mom, I believe, also, and her grandmother or grandfather. So she comes from a world of stunts, and she's 
she was one of my faves during that time. I really, really appreciate her. So I wish she would come back. You know, I, I guess the one person I'm kind of surprised about that didn't come back is Paradise. I thought if anybody within that crop of the 2012 returnees would have come back uh, at in 2016, she would have been one of them. Yeah, I think it's because she lived in Vegas, and at time, you know, we were performing in Vegas, and so ah, okay. it was great because we went there, and so she she was able, you know, she's got like four kids, and she looks amazing. I'm like, she looks like she looks. Talk four. about another person. <laughs> I think four. And Holy sorry, smoke. very nice if I'm adding a baby or not, but um, I'm pretty she, sure she has three or four kids, and she just a, looks uh, amazing. Condition. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, she has a whole life out in Vegas. So at the time, you know, when we were out there, it worked for her. And she did come down to L.A. at times because she does have family out here. So she did make trek this way at times when we needed her to. Um, But then it just got a little too much. So especially now that we're not, you know, now I'm hoping to have our home in downtown Velasco, you know, so at the theater. So I think that had to do with, with geography. Had nothing else to, not because you know she didn't want to be and stuff. It just didn't work out with with uh, travel. Okay. And, and having kids, you know. I mean, if we were in Vegas, it's a little different because she can like sneak away. But then it's like I can't, can't have mom be gone for you know for days at a time. Days yeah. at a time. Yeah, you know, and all that stuff. I'm sure I can't even imagine. So <laughs> love paradise. I'm a big fan of Paradise. Well, I understand. And I know there's some people out there kind of question, like, well, what happened to so-and-so? What happened to this person? What happened to that person? And I, and I know you don't have all the answers. To, you know, I just felt I like, don't. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I just felt like it was, it. you know, I at least had to put it out there because I know that there's some people that get questioned. I, I wish I could say that somebody asked about the zombie. I'm not even sure that if most people know that the zombie existed, but they do know people like Sunshine and, and Tadvik the Gamer because they aired in episodes. And I know Sunshine put on her Facebook at some point that she just kind of stepped out of the entertainment business altogether. So Yeah, yeah, exactly. Had nothing to do. And she was beautiful. Talk about another... She reminded me of a Roxy Powers. She was uh, beautiful and physique and charming and, you know, but, um, yeah, she just, com- she just, by the time we got back, she was, she moved to Vegas and completely changed her. She was a very smart girl, very smart girl. And, um, um, so yeah, so she just decided to have a change of career altogether. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And nothing wrong with that. And I know that. Tadvik no, did no. work the independence briefly. I don't think she did it anything long term. I certainly don't hear or see anything about her at this point. So, you know, maybe she stepped away from the wrestling deal altogether too. Who knows? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I know she, you know, she, yeah, I feel like she had, she had her, who knows? I don't really, I don't really know Tadvik very well, but um, she was very, to herself, nothing wrong with that either, you know, but, um, and that's what I mean as far as having that team feel, you know, where it's like, oh, well, you're, that's, we can't be a team here if if everyone's to themselves kind of thing, but, you know, I, whatever you want, whatever floats your boat, my dad would say, but, you know, (laughs) I have no idea what she was thinking or 
what her angle was or why she's, you know. So well, that's that. It's all good, but to, but to, to put a bow in it as we go into 2016. The new home for a while has essentially been the Belasco, and, and, I, and I talked to you about this and saying that I like the, the upgrade of WoW or the new change. I talked about some of this at the, at the beginning of it. It seemed like the philosophy behind WoW has changed a little bit to where it's kind of yeah. not necessarily existing in its own universe like is WoW and there's nothing else. And I'm not saying that they right. you know, I'm not saying that they integrate uh wrestling from all over the country but they at least acknowledge that it exists you know in, in correct much, in much the same way as like when amber o'neill and santana garrett came in the, the vignettes or the interviews essentially told you like hey these ladies have been wrestling on independence for years now and you know they got footage from places that they worked and and cut that into the thing yeah which i thought was a nice touch and having them be inside of the Belasco, which, which is a beautiful yeah, video so beautiful it's intimate and you know a lot of us are are here and if you know and if and then people you know have work here too so if it's like they don't live here they 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 have no problem they'll maximize their travel to LA because there's so much to do when you're in you know now we've got so many more you know wrestling circuits that the girls when they do come in they can get booked now back in the day I didn't you know I didn't have that you know, if, if I was to go even have that op, I didn't have that option. You know, I wasn't aware of these, you know, all the independent circuits were on the East Coast, you know, years ago. But now there's, you know, there's so much more going on in EW. I mean, there's so many more federations and intergender wrestling. And so I, di- I didn't have that, that opportunity is probably one of the reasons why I didn't, you know, continue. But it was, it's, I think it's really nice to have the independent girls come in, like you said, open opening up the wow universe and going, Hey, these, they, they, they do exist. And, and it's nice to, that we should, uh, respect women's wrestling all across the board by, by, by bringing in independent wrestlers and, and, um, putting light on them. So, okay. Well, uh, I think Amber Neal just, just moved out to, to California. So we'll see. Oh, well, we'll see. Okay. see what's up with her. Yeah. Good on her. What's the like? Yeah. I've seen at one point that uh, Riot was kind of—I don't want to say loaned out, but she was allowed to wrestle in a, in a different place. What's the likelihood that if if David McLean was approached by, let's say, PWG or some other promotion? Because I know that uh, Wow has offered up a match to another promotion where where the Wow Championship was was defended. I can't remember the name of the promotion, but I know uh, I, I want to say. Chloe Hertz and Jungle Girl uh-huh. in a different location. Uh, what's the likelihood that Cage Heat or you know some other team that that might repeat, where a local promotion says, "Hey, you know we'd like to host a wild match. Could we have Cage Heat versus whoever you know the Bully Busters or?" Something like that. Right. Do you think that the promotion we would be open to allowing WOW personalities to wrestle again in a in a uh, another location? I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, you made a great point where you know where uh, Chloe Hertz and Jungle Girl did that, and the fact that we're you know opening the the WOW universe. 
Um, I don't know. I mean, that's definitely something to be like, uh, uh, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say no, and I'm not going to say yes. That's probably if, if there was already, you know, uh, a history of a possibility that perhaps, you know, I, but I couldn't say, you know, that's, that's all, well, that's all up to uncle David McClain. I call him my uncle daddy. We're so close, but, um, that's, that's, that's something on him that he would have to, you know, obviously solidify, you know, but who knows? That's, that's, a, that's pretty smart to do, oh, yeah. but I, it would have to be, yeah, specific and, you know, and, I mean, uh, and for the big brand as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would imagine that they're not going to cross the streams too much. Like, you know, let me send jungle girl out here to wrestle somebody that's not under the wild banner out I, I, I would I would guess if it were going to happen, it would be something much like what's going on at WrestleCade, where Wow essentially exactly. provides the match. So you know, right? I mean, it would be interesting. Don't get me wrong; exactly. it, would, it would be interesting would to see be. if uh, if they crossed the streams and they, they stuck Jungle Girl or Cage Heat or or whoever into the ring, and you you guys took on an independent act. That you know, that I think that would be quite the attraction, actually. But uh, interesting, yeah. Especially who knows? Like I said, now with all the social media and new media stuff, you know, who who knows now? Those possibilities are more open than they were before. That's for sure. Uh, absolutely. So, yeah. So, so I I think we have run down the the entirety of of Wow. You talked about a little bit of your, your, your acting in there too. I saw you slip that in and. You know, you, yeah. You, you didn't talk about you being on Veronica Mars. You went down your resume, but you didn't bring up Veronica Mars. So I'm gonna bring it up for you. Oh that, yeah. That you were that you were on Veronica oh, yeah. Mars. You know, which was a big show with uh, Kristen Bell and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, you, you have to bring yeah. that in. Uh, but, yeah, I had a recurring role on Veronica Mars and did Nip Tuck and Weed, Shameless, Southland, The Game. Yeah, so I'm uh, been doing. Not too shabby. I'm just ready for my series regular role. So I need, I, that's, I'm targeting uh, Glow, you know. It's like they need to know that I'm, I'm, I'm an actor, you know, that can wrestle. Well, well, now, <laughs> so, wouldn't that be uh, difficult for you, though? That, that, I would think that would be kind of hard, if you, especially if you took series regular and then you, then you work in matches. That, that might be tough. To do a series regular and do what? And, and work wow. Um, well, you know what? Wow is so is so open to to our our outside lives too. You know what I mean? So if um, and the way things are going now, you know, as far as like, oh, I can um, come in and shoot this. They're very they're very open. You know, they're not like you know like you're with us and that's it. As far as you know, the television show goes or whatnot. But um, I guess it would be difficult, but you know, I take on challenge, and I think I think things would 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 work. It depends, you know, like I said, we're not. It's not like we're in the in the office every every week, you know, doing matches or whatnot. So I yeah. think it could happen. I mean, I for sure, yeah. Okay. Closing statements. Yeah. Have, have anything that you'd like to say before um, we finish up? I think we have covered a great deal of information here. Uh, got any any Anything you want to relate to the fans before we polish it and put a bow on it? 
Oh, I just want to say thank you for this interview. Thank you to the fans and their and their questions and their loyalty and you know, so just thank you, thank you, thank you and to So I'm down, you know, supporting, you know, women's movements and, and finally getting getting wow in in our time. So I just I just want wow to take off and whether it's me being a pioneer, you know. So, and thank you, Brian, for for having this this show and this website. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for making time to come back out and uh, get on the show for me, and and share yes. share this information and take your walk down memory lane with uh, a lot of your your wow events and talk about some of the stuff that for we real. that we didn't know anything about, like you cracking your ribs and whatnot. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so thank you. And then, you know, like I said, if you want to, um, I'm going to be teaching at the Actors Lab if you're in Los Angeles and we're a beginning actor and, you know, um, thinking about it, you know, I'm, I'm going to be teaching there. And my Instagram is shareloka375. And then my other one is wow underscore e loca. So a couple of, couple of uh, Instagrams there to, to follow couple of different ways to catch it. You can also follow the Women's yeah. Pro Wrestling Network on WPN Wrestling on Instagram and on Twitter. And of course, there you go. Facebook, just spell it all out. Women's Pro Wrestling Network and you, it will come right on up. And that is the same way we operate on YouTube. So we, we got it all set out, ready for you to go. And <laughs> if I'm going to give myself a, a, a real plug here, you got other interviews, great stuff in the archives some of her very own colleagues such as Jungle Girl, Lana Kinnear, uh, Jacqueline Hyde, uh, Bronco Billy, which was did that years ago when I when I talked to her, almost seven years now that I think about it. So yeah, we've got oh, wow. a, a lot of good stuff in there. If you if you're really wanting to hear more about Wild backstage and you know uh, some of the ins and outs of the riot, which was a great interview. Uh, so you, you got a you got a real choice to pick from there. It's a huge playlist. Just go in there. Not to mention the free matches and and uh, the docu interviews that we have in there as well. So that is that. Yeah, you got a great great talk about a plethora. No, you've got a great great resource for people to tap into. And thank you. Yeah, archives are fantastic. Well, thank you for for the plug. I appreciate it. And uh, <laughs> again, thank you for coming on. Thank you out there for listening to us uh, talk and, and give you this stuff wasn't planning to go this long but man it was a lot of stuff and I probably could go hours with her more but on my end of the world <laughs> it's late so <laughs> let's hit the kit that's, yes. that's about all I can do so I want to thank you guys for listening for downloading for going onto the website for subscribing and liking if you haven't done it please do so uh, it helps out every which way that you can to subscribe and hit that notification button if you're on YouTube Hit the uh, RSS feed if you're getting it uh, through Podbean and stuff like that. Uh, every little bit helps. So, yep. I, I think that will that will do it. So, for me, Mr. Green, and the Women's Pro Wrestling Network, and for Cher, aka Loca, I hope I'm giving it right yeah. this time. And yep. while Women <laughs> of Wrestling, we want to say thank you all and so long, everybody. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. 
If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.